are not ready for prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. That's the name. Prime time. Prime time. What time is it? Showtime prime time. It's XL Prime Time. Featuring Joe C. I reduced my toilet paper down to three squares. Mia O'Brien. Bent over and let it happen. Matt Hayes. Terrible. And Leon Searcy. I did some curls for the girls. How you like me now? How you like me now? Nassau County! Are you out there, Nassau County Nooners? On a beautiful Monday. Ah, it's a little overcast, but that's all right. Coming at you live from Estrella Insurance up in Fernandina Beach. We are on State Road, State Road 200. We are right across from the Lowe's. Stop on by, say hi. You can enter to win a free tax return. It is that time of year, folks. April 18th is right around the corner. We are going to be giving away two free tax returns. We also have tickets that you can enter to win for Welcome to Rockville. A lot going on here, so make sure you stop on by, say hi. This is the only Australia insurance agency in Northeast Florida. The next closest is in Deltona. So you want to make sure you stop on by again, State Road 200 in Fernandina Beach. Mia O'Brien, Matt Hayes, Joe C. on the way, as is, I believe, one Leon Searcy. Engineer Richie, though, of course, got us all set up and ready to rock and roll. And, of course, we appreciate the good folks here at Estrella Insurance for hosting us on what I believe, Matt Hayes, might be my favorite show of the year. Um, I feel like we might as well address the elephant in the room, which was it was one year ago today that I uh, made my primetime debut, and uh, some oh, people wow. some people knew that that was, uh, in fact, a permanent move. Uh, some just thought I was filling in, but it is easily one of my favorite episodes that we do, one of my favorite shows we do all year long because we're wrapping up the Players' Championship as Leon Searcy walks up. See, we're all here. Gang's going to be all here, folks. Don't worry. Uh, we're just a little, bit, you know, a little bit out of the way. We've got to go all the way up to Nassau County. We're ready to rock and roll. We have post-players reaction. We have a bracket. March is here. This is March. And, of course, just three minutes ago, the tampering window opening up in the National Football League as free agents-to-be can finally speak officially on the record with teams during the next 48-hour window ahead of the league year beginning on Wednesday afternoon. We're already seeing a flurry of moves, Matt, and you even just referenced one that Mike Dempsey brought up that potentially could involve the hometown Jaguars, who many don't expect to be super active here today over the and over the next few days of free agency. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to involve the Jags. I do know that, per Ian Rappaport, that Jonu Smith, um, Atlanta's acquiring him from the New England Patriots. He's a, an elite tight end. So if, you're, if, they're, if they're grabbing another tight end, what does that mean for Kyle Pitts? Um, is he on the block? Are they trying to get rid of salary? Are they trying to add picks? Um, if that's the case. Are they actually making a move for Lamar that they're not actually disclosing? Right, right, right. So, if, yeah, if, you, if, if you're interested in, in something along those lines about thinking about that for the next, I don't know, eight or ten hours, yeah, that's something to think of because then you start to ask, what would you give up? What would you give up for Kyle Pitts? Would it be the 24? Would it be a one next year? Um, you know, would, it be, would you throw in a player? Could you throw in Cam Robinson? So there's all kind of ideas out there to, to throw out just to have the idea of one Kyle Pitts as a weapon for Trevor Lawrence. Leon, well, the, the thought of that, Leon? Oh, I would love it, absolutely. 
Kyle Pitts coming here. Right. I mean, he would be the neutralizer to Travis Kelsey. All right. That'll be our Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. As far as the mismatches, yeah. right. you put him in the slot. I don't care about him blocking. Listen, you could take him out for the run game. I would <laughs> care less. But if you got him in, in passing situations, he is a defensive, a defensive player's nightmare. Linebacker, safety, DB, whoever you – and he's big and he's long and his catch radius and he's physical. I mean, all those components. I mean, listen – you make a move on a guy like Kyle Pitts, you are legitim- legitimizing your efforts to play to want to win a Super Bowl. Remember That's when? What you're uh, remember, remember when he who must not be named was trying to get both Trevor Lawrence and Kyle Pitts in that same 2021 uh, NFL yeah. draft? Wouldn't it be something if yeah, the Jaguars did end up be. with both of them? Absolutely. I will say this: he only played 10 games last year. He had 28 catches, which is you know almost 50 less than the guy that was here. Um, his average per catch is probably a little higher than Evan Ingram. I mean, he's he doesn't have as many touchdowns as Evan Ingram. I mean, he's look. He's clearly. He also I had who, say, who, who who was throwing him the ball? Right. He's Marcus a Mariota. he's a younger guy. There's no doubt about it. Um, I will say this. I think Evan Ingram had a phenomenal year last year. Phenomenal. And he's worth whatever they're going to try and sign him. Can you get both and have both of them on your franchise on on that team at the same time? That would be an interesting uh, interesting be, dilemma. And if it could happen, can you say egos? Can you? I, I don't. Know, I don't. I don't know that it's that. I, think I don't think Kyle I, Pitts has yeah. an ego. From my dealings with, I don't think it's. I, I think he'd be okay. I think Evan Ingram yeah, would be yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I honestly don't think that that would be any uh, sort okay. of ego issue. Right, as a, yeah. as here he is. I think we need a Dan Hicken media mogul arrival for one. For one, Joe Cowart, as he has he arri- has arrived in Nassau County at Estrella Insurance Agency. Uh, Joe C. I don't know if you were, if you were listening as you were arriving. Apparently, word on the street. Would the Jaguars trade for Kyle Pitts? We're not even addressing all the moves that have been reported. We're going right to the hot-button topic here well, in Duval County. Uh, l- let me just start out with my hot-button topic was just trying to get here. So I would just like to – Bro, uh, you and I both, bro. <laughs> I got Traffic, car I, stalls out on me, everything. Okay, oh, well – Oh, yeah. I, I don't know whether you and I are going to trade stories or not. <laughs> I had a leisurely drive, uh, man. But, but so I, did I. I, I will, I will tell a little bit of the story later, but I just would like to end the story <laughs> – Forget about the beginning right now. It's just in the story with Nassau County deputies making sure that I got here on time. Okay? Nice. So I just want to make sure if I salute Police the Nassau. Escort. Yeah, if I just salute the Nassau the County deputies right now, just a big bear hug uh, to you. Uh, for making sure that I got here uh, on time. I'll tell the rest of the story later. That makes but, me happy because yeah. when I posted on social that we're out here uh, at Estrella Insurance Agency on State Road 200 up in Fernandina Beach, I did post, Josie, our Nassau <laughs> County Nooners. Oh, yeah. They're, they're oh, listening. Yeah. The Nassau County folks, they're going to come out. They're going to enter to win a free tax return and a whole lot more. Yep. I, you know, and the Estrella folks, they're real easy to find, as you said, across from Lowe's, and you got the big 1010XL broadcast bus uh, right there, uh, our, our man, Richie has got to set up and look there's so much to get into and you guys let off with Kyle Pitts which is uh, all right so when you think of what's happening up in Atlanta and right now Arthur Smith is trying to save his job can we all agree on that Mm. basically he's trying to save his job so he says goodbye to Marcus Mariota who was another uh, Arthur Smith retread remember he had knowledge of him as the number one overall or was he yeah he was was he number two number well, two well they had to have yeah, somebody they yeah. forced him to yeah, trade number two overall they forced pick. him to trade Ryan so they yeah. had to have somebody yeah and, and and so anyway Marcus Mariota was brought in you're right because Matt Ryan they just basically had seen the end of him up in Atlanta 
And Smith says, I'm going to go with something familiar. And he goes and gets Marcus Mariota. We all know they ended up sitting him down in favor of Desmond Ritter at the end of the season. And so they're still trying to figure out what the hell they're doing when it comes to the quarterback position. And now they go out and they get another old friend. And this is another former Titan, another Arthur Smith old friend. And they basically, I don't know, uh, New England overspent for him to begin with. And so now you got to figure out. In the same year in which they also signed Hunter Henry. Yes, they signed two tight ends. Remember, that was the year, we're going back two off seasons ago, that the New England Patriots spent more, Leon, in that free agent offseason than they had done in the three previous years combined. And it, why? Because Bill Belichick was trying to catch up with well, Tom it, Brady it, that was, because Brady had the Super Bowl. That was a direct response to Tom Brady winning the Super yes. Bowl because that was so unpatriot-like. Patriots for the last decade and a half have prided themselves on not overspending in free agency, building guys through the draft and guys who fit in the Patriots' way. And when Tom Brady hoisted that Lombardi at Tampa Bay, that was a yep. clear overreaction by Bill Belichick. And in fact, who's the GM and the yep. coach, he was just tossing money. I mean, <laughs> spinning it right and left. Yeah, the, the hoodie said, I'm cashing in all my gold bars. Okay, Daddy uh, Warbucks. <laughs> Bob, Bob Kraft, you know, uh, sell some more Gillette uh, razors because we are going to spend some money. And so, anyway, he's coming to Atlanta. I don't mean – I don't think this means the end of Kyle Pitts. I really don't know. Um, There's nothing go, wrong with having two tight ends. Yeah, Just look at what yeah. Doug Peterson did in Philly. Right. They can go two tight end and, and maybe free up Kyle Pitts a little bit more and make him more Kelsey-like, more Ingram-like, you know, that type of stuff. I think when we're talking tight ends, the thing I was most excited about is that Trevor Lawrence – I think it was Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk, and Evan Ingram were at TPC Sawgrass yesterday hanging out. You know what that is? That's a sign of solidarity. That is. That's, hey, bro, I've been tagged. I know I'm part of this team. I may be long-term part of this team for the here and now. I'm still part of you guys. Is it also a sign, Joe, that maybe uh, JJQ, the X-Files music, maybe that Evan Ingram live post on Instagram from a few weeks ago, was that just symbolism? Yeah. Was that messing with the fans? That wasn't he's actually leaving well, fellowship with the PGA Tour and the Players' Championship? He, he tried to put it out there and just say, hey, you know, I'll go to the biggest spender. I totally get what he was talking about or thinking about there. But he still wants to He wants to apply a little pressure and do it delicately and hope that the people here that have tagged him will figure out a way to get him long term. So let me run through, again, the tampering window, NFL free agency officially opening about 11 minutes ago. Let me run through some of the highlights so far that have occurred today. Obviously, the Falcons trading for Jonu Smith about 45 minutes ago is the headliner. Some other news and notes. Eight-time Pro Bowl defensive end Cam Jordan and the Saints are reworking his contract to save $10 million against the cap for New Orleans, keeping him with the Saints. I really want to stick a pin in that because I think the Mm -hmm. NFC South is such a dumpster fire, but it's also fascinating at the same time. With that said, speaking of defensive linemen, the Seahawks plan to release Shelby Harris, who they acquired as part of the Russell Wilson deal last year. That will save them $9 million. Additionally, it is expected as first predicted on this very program, that when the negotiating window opens, which it now has, the Texans and the Raiders are expected to be the front runners for quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. The mm-hmm. Jets could also get in. Mm-hmm. They are in wait-and-see mode. So all right, So who's in line as far as wait-and-see? Wouldn't you think that the Raiders would try and jump? 
You would right? think the Raiders. Yeah. I so mean, forget about waiting on what happens with Aaron in the, in the NYJ. Make it happen for yourself. Right. Uh, may, maybe Garoppolo's agent saying, "Let's let this play out," and they're not going to do anything. But it is the Texans yeah. again, a team that last Friday, which we haven't even discussed that yet on today's program because we right. want to get to the news of the day first. After we got off the air, the number one overall pick in this April's NFL draft was traded to the Carolina Panthers from the Chicago Bears, and there was a lot of news and notes that potentially. The Texans could have been looking to move up from number two. They still may be looking to move up to that number one spot, but they do have interest, and we'll be speaking with Jimmy Garoppolo here in the next 48-hour period. And then the other two big news and notes, speaking of the Atlanta Falcons, guard Chris Lindstrom getting a five-year, $105 million extension. And then the Patriots, after not franchise tagging him, re-signing standout corner Jonathan Jones to a two-year deal. Yeah. He's been around a minute, that's for sure, but they uh, at least put put money on the book, spread it out just a little bit. All right, so what went through y'all's head? Uh, Guards making the $100 million a year, $100 million. Isn't that shaking you up oh just a little God, bit, Leon? Just a little bit? God bless you. Oh, uh, all right, so what what ran through your head, sirs, first, when, when you think of that move Carolina made to move up to that top spot, what what was well, going I was I was intrigued because it's, it's somebody that they really want that they don't want anybody else to get, mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out could it be Anthony? No, but it could it be Anthony Richardson if they fall in love with that guy. Or so Tony Pauline be, of Pro Football Network did report this morning. Obviously, he's a good friend of Jaguars oh yeah, today. Yeah. He reported that after speaking with multiple sources, it appears the Panthers are targeting two quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud, who they believe if they are going to take, they have to select him at one, or Anthony Richardson, which is why they are now debating whether they want to use the first pick of the draft. But then I had had to look at Frank Wright, and and I don't know if Frank Wright goes after – I think he goes after the the stern and steady. Mm -hmm. And the the only two stern and steady quarterbacks, in my opinion, right now, based upon what I've seen on film, is Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Yeah. So he had to think that – someone was going to get either one of those two. Now, Anthony Richardson, you throw him in an equation, and I was saying, could they do that? Could they have Cam 2.0 go right back to Carolina mm-hmm. like he got? Mm-hmm. I still wouldn't do that. I, I'm thinking it's got to be Bryce Young. They've got to think that Houston's Tech doesn't want Bryce Young and they're going out. Can you imagine, Matt, if they were thinking channeling shades of, of Cam with <laughs> Cam 2.0? Like that's Leon's the first thing saying. I thought when I, I saw I mean, him. I mean, uh, he's, he is a noted quarterback, coach, slash guru, slash teacher, right? Yeah. We all would agree with that, right? True. If you're going to have one guy trying to teach this cat how to play quarterback at that level, he's got to be one of the four or five or six from the league that you're going to stick on him, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked in the least if it's Anthony Richardson. Not in the least. But, I, I don't, but, but I don't, does not go against all of Frank White's personality. It does. It does. However, it does. But, however, this is the way I'm looking at it. This is another job for Frank Wright. This is I'm going to try and – what I didn't do with the Colts, I'm going to try and develop here with the Panthers. And I'm going to do it by taking a quarterback that everything has all these issues and we're going to develop him into this all right, so elite star. L- l- let's throw the, we're going to turn this franchise completely It around. would be, oh, what a bold move. All right, let's throw the uh, 10 to take out there and do the quick comparison on what we are talking about, Cam 2.0. Now, Josie's 10-10 tape. Slow smoked and served up by Sonny's Barbecue, local pitmaster since 68. Well, Sonny's, uh, they don't—they definitely know that we're always in a hurry. We're always running a little bit late, but they can always take care of you because they've been up early. They tossed the oak on that fire. They started smoking up that chicken, pork, ribs, whatever it might be. Make sure you check out Sonny's all over the First Coast. So let me give you the uh, thing that popped in my head, and I agree with you guys. What if they go after Anthony Richardson? How crazy would it be? Well, Frank Reich, 
was under Doug Peterson, and we give Doug Peterson a lot of credit for making something out of Carson Wentz, for actually mm-hmm. making him an MVP candidate. Now think of Carson Wentz's size. He's a big cat. He moved well, threw well, and didn't necessarily have that sterling resume because he was playing up in North Dakota. He was able to play and thrive with Mark uh, Frank Reich as his offensive coordinator and Doug Peterson as his head coach. So maybe he is starting to visualize Cam 2.0 and pairing up the Carson Wentz success with an Anthony Richardson. How nuts would it be if Anthony Richardson went from, oh, I don't know, barely 50% completion uh, percentage, starting uh, a little over a dozen games, and going to the number one pick? I will be absolutely shocked. I'm not willing to... I'm not willing to proclaim that this is going to happen, but it is starting to dance in my head. That is the 10-10 take, because think of what Carson Wentz did. Honestly, has anyone else been able to do anything with him? And maybe Frank Reich thinks he can. Has Florida ever had a number one pick overall? Nope, he would no. be the highest. He would be the first ever. Yes. Yeah, there's been number, wow. number three. I don't think there's even been number two. Wow. Believe it or not, in the NBA, I think there's been a higher draft pick. Uh, for the Gators. With Bradley Beal. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Beal, I want to say well, Beal might have been three, but it was Neil Walk, Walk was, was number two. Oh, two overall. Yeah, mm-hmm. way back yeah. when. But wow. but that uh, but anyway, yeah, they've never had a number one. All right, so are you buying? Uh, like In other words, I see what you're saying, Matt, that Carolina would fall in love with the idea of creating a cam, but maybe Reich's fallen in love with the idea of creating a – you know, he, he, he was successful. Sure, with, that, that, with I think that's Woods. part of it. I think it's, I think it's Reich is – I mean – no matter how you look at the Colts, it's going to be seen as a failure what he did there, okay? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they never developed a quarterback. Right. So now he has a chance to take this huge ball of clay, which has a ton of potential, and now mold it into something that is an elite NFL, NFL quarterback, a quarterback that can carry a franchise, that can lift a franchise, mm-hmm. because they've been a long it's been a, it's been a minute now since they've been a factor yeah. in, in any NFL playoff scenario. So, so I mean, I, I think, I mean, last year they were close. I think you look at this and you look at, at Frank Reich and you see him saying, this is my chance to show what I truly am. Mm-hmm. This is Maybe. It. This is the shot. Can we discuss the other big topic, though? C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, where's Bryce Young? I know. I, all right. Like, now, where is the Heisman Trophy so, winner, the, like the wizard of – uh, of Tuscaloosa into all this. He's about, so, uh, he's about six inches shorter than yeah, Anthony Richardson. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, he's I, everything between the ears. Yeah, I, I tweeted out Friday when this came down that I can't help but put C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young in a pile. Those are the only two that I would move up to the number one spot and risk mm-hmm. making that selection because C.J. Stroud, bigger size, like you're saying, Matt, compared to Bryce Young, but Bryce Young has all the aptitude and skills that you want. He just doesn't have the height. And so those would be the only two on my little ballot sheet. It would not be an independent <laughs> named Anthony Richardson. It would be one of those other two if I'm picking number and one. And if you're Anthony Richardson, if he goes to Carolina, I mean, the division he's going in, the quarterback is dormant. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's, it's not like he can, he'll have time to develop. It's not like he's going into a division Lord. where he's got to go up against uh, a Mahomes or, a Br- or Burrow or Trevor Lawrence or anything like that. He's going into a – I mean, David Carr is your most essential quarterback yeah, in that division, Derek. right? Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Is your, so he's got time to develop him if he does take him to the number one pick overall. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, one place, one of two places Anthony Richardson more than likely is going to land is either the NFC South or the AFC South. Mm-hmm. And in each situation – there's a chance there to, to be able to develop a little bit. Yeah. It, it, well, there's a chance to develop because 
you're not going to be very good. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Well, but neither, also, neither is the majority of the division. So but you also have to look at it that way, too. thrown into the fire. Yeah. So there really yeah. isn't. Well, he's like, thrown into fire no matter where he is. Well, I don't know about that because you could probably pick maybe one or two spots higher in the draft where he might have the luxury of sitting just a little bit, not really? a lot. Well, if you go through and take a look, and like we said, there are some desperate <laughs> quarterback situations. And if you think about the ones that we've listed, Indy and Houston, and you can throw Carolina in this equation, none of them are probably going to wait. They're going to throw him right into the fire. It would be just if he were able to land in another spot. Uh, Trey Lance was an anomaly because yeah. the Vikings had uh, – Vikings, the 49ers had yeah. a terrific team. Right. They didn't need him. Right. So he was an anomaly. I, I think Everyone anyone else, else – you play. Yeah, anyone else, he, he's got to play, man. You know, you had uh, – and, and Seattle's got to be out the picture because they just paid – Gino yeah, Smith. but that yeah. Gino I contract like, is very yeah. front-loaded. Yeah, it is front-loaded. Very yeah. front-loaded. I mean, in two years, he could be gone. And I like them being high enough in the draft to where they could draft him mm-hmm. and keep him. Were they at nine? Yeah, nine or ten. Nine, yeah, they're at nine. And, and, and so that would be a, a, a really good opportunity for a guy that could learn. I don't know how much uh, you know they got going as far as instruction up there, but still. Or is that a place where Bryce Young now lands because mm-hmm. in case he slides in the draft, and then the Seahawks continue to fortify an offensive line that they Russell Wilson that. said they ignored for years, mm-hmm. and then he develops behind Geno Smith while waiting for his opportunity to step in yeah. like Patrick Mahomes into a system that is fully built for him. They, they would love that. Mm-hmm. What do you I, Nooners I, think, though? Let's see what the Nooners think. Yeah, you can hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosure, 641-1010. Let us know. Just jump in on that conversation and also drop by if you're a uh, NASA Nooner uh, like the NASA Sheriff's Office. We love you. Uh, all of them we that love you. Uh, are up here. If you want to drop by, we're right here on State Road 200. We're right across from Lowe's. Australia, your quick and easy solution to play, pay less for car insurance. You'll save a ton in cash. That's the most important part. You can compare quotes uh, from more than 150 quality providers to get the cus- coverage you need in just minutes. And you can stop by Australia Insurance Agency right here on State Road 200 across from Lowe's. And you can also have yourself registered uh, for a chance to get a free tax return because they're right here with ATAX and they will take care of you. And by the way, Tony, one of our Nooners, just tweeted at me, and he mm-hmm. says that the Thai place next door to us is elite. Right. So oh, it is? It's, okay, it's pretty peak Thai weather right now, too, if you're looking for something warm. Uh, if you're looking for some ram, uh, some noodles, some ramen, yeah. maybe something like that, uh, I think I think I may be tempted. So well, thank you, Tony, for You can that. do both. You can do both then. Stop, stop on by. Now, remember, Australia Insurance Agencies all over the country, more than 170 and a half dozen states, and they can take care of you right here in Nassau County. Uh, beautiful. Are we technically beautiful, Yuli, before we get to beautiful we Fernandina? We are in Fernandina Beach, technically. We're right this, on the edge, This right? side of someone. So right n- another yeah. nooner, Brandon, informed me yeah. yesterday at the Players' Championship, this side of State Road 200 is indeed Fernandina Beach. Okay, because I know a little further back, if you took a right, you'd be, you know, on your way to Yulee. Uh, and and there's plenty of, of our Nassau Nooners that, you know, it's kind of like Let me just say Ponte this. Vedra Let me Beach. say this. Yulee is. Jacksonville Beach, Neptune Beach, Atlantic Beach. It's all hazy to Yulee's me. Yulee's a couple of Derrick Henry hip tosses yeah. west. Yeah, from, where from here. Are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's just back to a couple of lights uh, going in the other direction. All right, and we got to touch real quick on the players, okay? Yep. Please let me bring it up. Uh, we'll say hello to Mark Carnival coming up in just a little while. Uh, but Scotty Scheffler, uh, he marched to the top of the world in the official rankings. He marched to the top of that leaderboard. He put himself in a great spot in terms of trying to win the players and Augusta in the same season. He's already wearing the green jacket, and he's got a chance to uh, add to his resume. Six wins. He ends up win- He ends up winning going away. But I tell you what, 
the chip at eight where he knocked it in. He was one over at that point. He was nursing a lead. And could that be a 10-10 trucker? That could uh, I be didn't a 10-10 know. Trucker. Is that a train? I didn't know yeah. we had trains up here that's in a, Nassau County. That's a 10-10 trucker. Either that or somebody like me just pulled in front of him. Uh, something like that. I think that might be what it was. All right. So, all right, bro. We get it. We get it. We He's get a nooner. your message. He's a nooner. Yeah. But, no, we are going to touch on the players. We do want to put a bow on that because, you know, somebody said to me yesterday at the tournament, they're like, yeah, but I wanted drama on Sunday. And I agree you want drama. But mm. think about it this way, folks. In the last five years, the last five years, we take 2020 out. So that's four tournaments because 2020 obviously didn't finish. If it did, as JJ and I like to mm. note, it would have been Hideki Matsuyama mm. who would have been winning the Players' Championship. Yeah. So another high-profile name, former Masters With champion. That's... But here are the other four the other four champions in a five-year span. Yeah. Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, name me another tournament on the tour in the world that can say that they had four of those guys winning in a five-year span. Yeah, it, you can't. It, it is rare. It really is. And, and look, the finish, I told you guys, I think we're more into fireworks now than uh, golf brutality. Uh, they'll beat you up a little bit, but just take a look at what happened at 17 uh, when the wind was up. That's what they kind of want in terms of carnage. But Scotty Scheffler went out and took care of business. He rattled off five straight birdies. And that's the area of the golf course that I always point to. 9, 10, 11, and 12. The birdie at 8 was absolutely just a, 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 I'll put them up three. a gift. A gift. But 9, 10, 11, and 12, uh, in particular 9, 11, and 12, you can really stack up some opportunities there. And then you come through and you make something happen at 16. And it's funny, he didn't even make birdie there. He didn't need to because he'd already put together uh, the winning formula. So pretty impressive on his part. They had to finish up. The second round early on Saturday, and then he really took control with a 65, which, by the way, was his best round at the players uh, on Saturday. I know it didn't drive him crazy that they didn't have the weather that they were hoping for wind-wise. Saturday's average was close to two and a half shots easier than par. And let me put it to you this way as I look at Big Sur's, uh, that's like you play in a team that, that says it's dressing in NFL uniforms, but it feels like it's a college team. Mm. You can't play – Two and a half shots easier for the field on average uh, in a in a championship level tournament like that. I know it had to bum them out, but that's just the way it was. Mm. There was some great shot making on Saturday. Dudes holding out from everywhere, aces. It was just such a fun day. But I know it did kind of chop up the golf course. So our nooners not only sounding off, sounding off about Anthony Richardson, um, but they have also given us boys the exact geography of where we are. Uh, welcome to Ferna Yuli. <laughs> that is courtesy of 2121. Thank you. Yulin according yep. to 8569. Yep. And then according to, I want to make sure I get the right name, uh, this one is, here it is, according to a couple of our nooners. Yep. This is known as O'Neill. If you go past I-95 on 200 going towards the west part of the county, uh-huh. you're in what's known as Eulahan. Uh-huh. Interesting. Eulahan. Now, that's on the other side the of The other side is Eulahan. Yeah. We're yeah. in O'Neill yeah. or Eulandina or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, before we take our first break, I do want to set some ground rules because I-, I had a nooner tweeted us, tweeted a couple of us, and asked, we, I, I let off the show with this, that this mm-hmm. is one of my favorite shows we do all year because of all the breaking news in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. Are we just doing that's for the Jaguars, or what determines when we do a that just happened uh, today, I think, Leon? Um, I'm just going to basically news, tell you yeah. that the, 
Anything that's big news. Anything that's popping. Yep, the folks at Florida Home AC would greatly appreciate that. We're doing that Mm -hmm. just having on all of them because this is a a year that Jacksonville isn't spending that much money. So we definitely have to dominate the news with the other ones. All right, Estrella Insurance, we are right here on State Road 200. Come on by. We've had some folks uh, register for the free tax returns. You got Welcome to Rockville. You got all sorts of giveaways. So come on by and check out the folks here at Estrella Insurance. State Road 200 in Eulidina, Fernandina, right across from Lowe's. This is XL Primetime, brought to you by Florida Home AC. Now that's cool on 1010XL. Oh, we have a mascot that has come out uh, from Australia Insurance and ATAX. A mascot, I'm trying to figure out. That's looks just like a, an eagle. That's just a good old eagle right yes, there. Yes, bald, a bald like eagle. We love yeah. it, which is a yeah. very windy day up oh, here yeah. on, uh, up in A-tax, Nassau County. Tax so. returns. Love it. We got some They're cards. stuff out. That's awesome. awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, you can come on by Australia Insurance <laughs> Agency right here on State Road 200 and say hello. We're right across from Lowe's. you got the 1010 XL broadcast bus right out in front. You can register to win. Welcome to Rockville tickets down in Daytona. You can register to get a free tax return uh, from ATAX. So just drop on by and find out about the agency. You've got nice ladies and gentlemen inside that can take care of you. And we're talking about family-owned, and that's the essence of what they're doing. And they definitely want to take care of you if you can come on in. Uh, uh, we got to keep an eye on everything that's happening in free agency. So, J.J., we'll be going back to J.J.ville quite a bit with a little that. That just happened brought to you by florida home ac the official air conditioning partner of the jacksonville jaguars the baltimore ravens have released veteran defensive end calais campbell with a very nice graphic and statement from vice president and gm eric DaCosta saying that calais defines what it is to be a raven he personifies professionalism contributions to our organization on and off the field are tremendous. While this is the worst part of the business, we have not closed the door on the possibility of him returning to our team right. in the future. Yeah. You know, they say that all the time, don't they, Leon? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. They've got the speech prepared. Yeah. There's a chance we could oh, bring yeah, you back. Yeah, there's a chance. If there's a chance you could bring me back, then why'd you cut me? <laughs> <laughs> well, Calais has had a, a very good three pronged career. Good in Arizona, dynamic in Duval, and Pretty dang good up in Baltimore as well. And how many years? That's got to be a dozen He's years? been up there. So, oh, in the, in the yeah, league? Yeah, in the league. Yeah, in the league, it's yeah. about a dozen. He's been oh, in Baltimore since 2020. Yeah, yeah. And he went do you, over. Do you, do you spend like $3 million on a year, one year for him? Uh, maybe. I I, this team know. is running out of cash, but somebody might be willing to do that. Here's the funny part about this. Calais Campbell was sent to Baltimore, was traded to Baltimore, in part because the Jaguars are trying to clear cap space, completely hit the reset button, but also was traded to Baltimore because he could potentially chase a ring there. The Ravens were coming off of Lamar's MVP season. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be funny if he comes home instead to ring chase in Jacksonville four seasons later? Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, not at all. Uh, he could be a situational pass rusher. I mean, a guy, a third down guy. And he can slide uh, inside. And you, let's, let's not forget that he is six, eight and a half. Massive human 300 being. 300 and some pounds. How yeah. much you paying him he's for a, that one he's year? He's a grown man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how much you paying him for that one year? I, listen, I he's got to come on the discount now. Yeah. You can't, you can't, yeah, bring him well, back. But, to but, but, so let's discuss. Yeah. Let's the bring, Duval discount, is that Yeah, Duval discount. Let's bring it to this. Let's bring it to this. The fact that Arden Key 
is reportedly, you know, the Jaguars are trying to negotiate an extension with him. He has said he wants to stay in Jacksonville, but there's reportedly about eight to nine teams that could be interested in Arden Key because it is such a lean free agency market. And so my question is, if you somehow lose out on keeping Arden, do you pivot and you go for another guy that can slide inside, that can come on the edge, can play multiple positions, and obviously he's pretty familiar with at least a few of the guys on your team, well, i.e. Josh Allen, who's going to be in a contract year, at least as of this right Well, Well, listen, Calais is going to be an interior guy. I mean, his days of rushing the end, the outside are over, yeah, I think. He's right. going to be a guy yeah. who's going to interiorly rush. Right. And I, I wouldn't mind with the Jaguars winning, got them a veteran pass rusher who could come in and situation to give you 30 snaps a game, but get uh-huh. after the passer. I mean, yeah. that's what we, we need an elite pass rusher, which we don't have on this team, quite mm-hmm. frankly, yet. Yeah, he definitely would have to be the inside guy. You're yeah. right. Now, Arden Key, remember, this is a 3-4, which is what he was in mm-hmm. Arizona, but to your point, Leon, he was an outside guy in a 3-4 out there. This would be an entirely different deal, and we don't even know if they're going to stay in that front. Uh, not positive, but uh, all right, if we're being real here, Calais Campbell's an excellent player. But for right here, right now, who would you rather have, Arden Key or Calais Campbell? Arden Key. Yeah. And, and, Arden and, Key is still only 26 years old. Yeah, right. he's young. Yeah, and and he's so young. you go with the guy that has uh, been in this uh, locker room most mm-hmm. recently, did some work, and now can come back, and hopefully they can get the money to him. But there's no question the fact that he flashed. Remember, he kind of came in late in free agency last year. You're like, oh, okay, all right, we'll take a look. And now he's going to get offered more money. Mm-hmm. It's he, He's almost like the defensive guy, not as high profile as Evan Ingram, but the defensive guy that came in quietly last year and now has got a chance to make a little bit more. And don't forget, too, Arden Key didn't sign with the Jaguars until, I believe, early April. And so that's the other big thing. And I was talking with a couple couple people out at the players all weekend about this with regards to maybe not Arden Key, who is expected to be one of the bigger names in that pass rusher, defensive end lot on the free agent market. Right. But how about a guy – like our good friend Dewey Winger, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, a backup safety, special teams ace. If he doesn't have a team that comes to him this week and says, we are going to make you a starter and pay you starter money, is he a guy that maybe next week you circle back and say, hey, let, let's try to get the, the get the band back together. You love it here. We love it here. We'll get you a good deal. But they let him this first week explore and see what's out there. Yeah, but if he does that, he devalues himself, to be quite honest. He's got to go into free agency, and there's got to be some takers because you don't want to come back to Jacksonville and say, okay, I went out there, uh, there are no takers, and then, yeah, I'll, I'll take whatever you – no, you can't do that. <laughs> I'll you, take you, whatever you, you got. You, right. Exactly. You, can, you cannot <laughs> do your that. Your value goes down. Absolutely Quickly. goes down. I mean, he, I don't know if they've got to lie or whatever. Take some, take some visits just to make it look like if that's happening and nobody is actually reaching out to him because, I mean, what he is – He's a special teams ace who can get in in there as a safety. He's undersized, um, but he's got to he's got to have some takers in free agency. So you're thinking it's that you said you know what I'm finished. I got more yeah. opportunity. It's yeah. like when you leave that yeah. lady yeah. and then you think you got it all out there, a big frontier, and then you got to come back. And yeah, yeah, it's not a good look. <laughs> it's not a good look. Back to get back in the door. No, no. So uh, another another note too that I do want to make and. I don't want to do that with that per se, but I am seeing some of our nooners on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures bringing this up, which is uh, courtesy of 3767. It appears that the Bears are inching closer to a deal with Matt McGlinchey. Mm-hmm. His first name is Matt, correct? I did, I didn't Michael, know. I Michael, thought. Michael yeah. McGlinchey. Yeah. Sorry, we got a lot of stuff going on right here. I'm trying to make sure I get that. It does appear that the Bears are targeting him 
as a potential tackle and a cornerstone to their restored offensive line. And so they obviously were a team that many thought would be also going after Jawan Taylor. Yeah. And so now we, we circle back to the other big question mark for your Jacksonville Jaguars and part of why I don't expect personally to see a ton of big news coming out today, Matt, Joe, Leon, yeah. because no. I think they're waiting to see if they can become the highest bidder for Jawan Taylor, if they can retain his services, if he does come home, and then also the Arden Key piece of it. And so you know, if, if Jawan Taylor isn't going to get the bag from Chicago, maybe he gets the bag from somewhere else. I think he's going to have multiple suitors. Again, he's only 25 years old, hasn't missed a game in his four-year NFL career. But it's worth noting that if the Bears are going in a different direction, and while they certainly have a lot of cap space and yeah. they made a move over the weekend to ensure they already have their number one wide receiver, it does open up the question of, all right, there's one less suitor out I there just, for Jawan Taylor. Yeah, I, I, I do know that, yes, that maybe – some teams will have enough cash to throw big dollars a right tackle's way, and some of them might be saying goodbye to other guys and, and taking a look or keeping guys and, and then getting off of the, you know, the free agent conversation. But it's going to take something really special, Leon, for him to be able to come back here, and I just think it's the finances of this team that's going to have to improve for him to have a chance to come back. The, the best news for all of Duval, and, and, and let's just throw Nassau County into, into all of Duval right now, is that they've got a a capable, if not really good, replacement for him. Yeah, they do. I mean, Walker Little, absolutely Walker Little, uh, who had a, had a great finish to the, to the season at left tackle. I don't know why you were wasting that right, but if mm-hmm. Cam Robinson comes for back. For the here and now, for yeah. For the here and now, you, Cam Robinson comes back, he's healthy, he goes to right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, listen, they're going to over – whatever team is having issues with their offensive line as far as the, the protection. I, I think if you look at a Chicago, who has Justin Field, who had offensive line problems throughout the whole season, if you go and you bring in a, a Jawan Taylor, you've solidified the right tackle position. You go in the draft and you get – let's say you take the tackle out of Ohio State, Paris Johnson, Jr. Right. You got him at left. Those are your bookends. All right, those are your book is now you've solidified his protection on the outside. You get the interior of the offensive line together, give him adequate protection. Because when I saw Justin Fields play last year, half the time you thought he was running because he could. No, he was running because he had to. Right. He absolutely had to for the mass majority of the time. So if you give him the adequate protection, you get a Jawan Taylor and you get a Paris Johnson out of Ohio State, those are your book is moving forward. There's your protection for Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Right. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very, very possible. Uh, you're just taking a look at who's going to make their biggest moves first. And Justin Fields has been a big topic, conver- topic of conversations, whether or not they were going to move him and try and deal uh, with that number one pick maybe to take another quarterback and replace him. I, it didn't make sense to me then. It still doesn't make sense to me now. We know that they've traded out of that. Uh, so we all now can start to look forward and handicap what's going to happen next. But Justin Fields – even though they know that he didn't do everything they wanted him to do, they got to give him some of those guys that Leon's talking about up front. Uh, you need guys up front that can help you as well. Stop on by Estrella Insurance Agency. We're right here on State Road 200 in Fernandina. Uh, some refer to it as the Dirty Dina. Uh, they said that 
It's so right here in Fernandina Beach. They said, you know, some of the rich folks may call it Amelia Island, but we call it the Dirty Dina. But you can come by Australia Insurance Agency, and you can find out how easy it is to pay less for your car insurance. You'll save a ton of money. You can compare quotes right here with more than 150 quality providers, and you can get the coverage you need in just minutes. And we've got you uh, registering for a free tax return. ATAX is right here with them, one of their partners. And you can also get registered for Welcome to Rockville concert tickets, which is uh, closing in on about a month and a half away down in Daytona. Let me tell you all something. I saw a ton of people leaving Daytona, man. Oh, my gosh. Bike week wrapped up, uh, and they put them all in a big trailer or up Mm -hmm. on, uh, you know, uh, whatever they were doing, riding them on home. But there were a ton of people leaving Daytona heading back north. So let me just throw this out there. We can get into this a little later as well. You know, the last time Cam was – coming back from a knee injury, it mm-hmm. took him a little bit. Yes. It took him some time to where he felt more comfortable, to where he started to play with more confidence. You know, you might be in that situation again. You very well could be if you're – if you if you, if you let Jawan go and you've right. got to move Walker Little to right tackle, yeah. you could be in a situation again where your left tackle – Could be in a real bad spot. He might be – he might take three, four, five, six games before he gets up to speed. You know, the one thing – Then where are you? Yeah, the one thing – that at least it, I'd like I'd like some clarity on the extent of the knee injury because there's been a little bit of debate, a little bit of um, wonder around what exactly sure. was done. And so, all right, listen, this person might need a stray insurance agency because they just dented uh, one of the uh, stand-up signs. Uh, so uh, as they come in, there's nothing like trying to hit that curb, but there's a – Come on, she's a little, she's right a little in front. Come on. We got a yeah. lot going on. No, I'm just on. saying. They just they kind of they just kind of nailed it, uh, which is not good. Uh, but anyway, she yeah, I I agree, <laughs> and I'm not even going to put Matt in the worst case scenario pile. But you do have to think about what could happen. How could you not? Yeah, you have a, I, he has a track record it. of it. I get it, and you're right. He was coming back from an ACL though, which was significant. But this is versus, also significant in the injury. Yeah, I guess I, I guess we this don't. This is about know. as close to an ACL as you're going to get. Yeah. That's what Doc was saying. It's yeah, because we're trying to figure out if it's injury. an MCL, if it's patella, you know exactly what it is. Well, they said it was meniscus. A, I mean, they said it was MCL, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they haven't four, been. That's have they been rehab? Have they been definitive of the Jaguars no, on that injury? They, I don't the believe Jaguars they have. The Jaguars themselves have not. Yeah, and and I just remember Logs saying on air, not that far after it, you know, he he, he made his own declaration that he didn't. He didn't firmly believe that it was an MCL. And so, how late did you see him in the locker room on crutches during the playoff run? Oh, I mean, he had one crutch when I saw him the day of uh, end of season meetings walking through the hallway. Mm-hmm. So he had downsized from two crutches and from the, like, uh, what would you call it? The, the walker. The walker yeah. Yeah. to, he had one crutch. Yeah. So he was down to one crutch, and that would have been end of January. Mm-hmm. And, and he injured it when? Early December. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not terrible. Uh, and so we'll, we'll find out. But, there is one thing that's pretty – you just need to stay healthy. You need to yeah. have a little luck on your side. Some Juwans are done. Yeah. Juwan was healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, I mean, honestly, Leon's, the point uh, Leon's making is true. One yeah. guy has been healthy and available. The other guy now he really has. has had two significant and, knee injuries. And you got to factor in downtime, conditioning, weight, endurance, all that stuff is going to factor in. And I'm going to tell you this, when, uh, when a lineman goes down, he puts on weight. I don't care what you do. That uh, I definitely believe. We, 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 I mean – I mean, we're going through Wendy Frosties like like no other. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, 
They're pretty good. Okay. (laughs) Once you get one, you probably want to get back in line and have another. All right. So I'm looking to see total number of of Cam Robinson starts. And when you go through the years, he obviously had a terrific rookie campaign. It was 2017 when they were, you know, playing their way to the AFC championship game. So highly productive and you could count on him. He started 15 games in 2017. Then he comes back with the knee injury, only plays in two. Then he's gone for the rest of the year. Comes back. He plays 14 games in 19, 16 games in 20, 14 games in 21, uh, before getting hurt, he played 14 games this season as well. So the total is pretty good, except for that one year with the knee injury. Uh, but we're still talking less than a full season. What is that? Three of the last four years. So he only missed the last three games this year because he got hurt in early December. No, well, to be fair, he missed the playoff games as well. Yeah, well, true, true. That's two of them. Yeah, that, that's that. five total yeah. games. So that that also does mean something. That I totally get. I love the man that wants to get a selfie with Leon. He is making sure that, listen, yeah, yeah, exactly, all pro and all pro. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's coming up here. He's going to make sure he gets a picture uh, with one of the Jaguar legends. That's for sure. So you can definitely come on by. As I'm arguing with Houston Texans fans on the Twitter timeline. And say hello uh, and put your name in the hat. Find out about how you can save on car insurance. We know how bad that can be. That's for sure. Uh, When we're talking about Fernandina as a whole, Nassau County as a whole, we love seeing all y'all. You Nassau Nooners, if you can drop on by, uh, we would love to see you. So we're going to get into the 1 o'clock hour. we got to get into the bracket a little bit. Uh, The NCAA bracket has come out. We'll be filling out our brackets. We'll be getting in office pools left and right, just like everybody else out there. Uh, Who you like early, you can hit the text line, Designed by Lifetime Enclosures, and you can go to 1010XL.com and make sure that you get in our bracket challenge. That definitely will be something worth getting into. All right, I'm cracking up looking at uh, Jason, Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Jason so. Kelsey tweeted out about, I don't know, 10 minutes ago that he's put much thought whether it makes sense to play another season with the Eagles. After taking, talking it over with my wife, many other friends and family, I've decided to return for another year. Thank you to all my supporters and detra- detractors for fueling me I ain't blanking done yet. <laughs> he didn't say blanking. Yeah, which is good. Mm-hmm. And, and Jason Kelsey, just like a lot of those other guys out there, they know uh, that if they you know, can, can get back health-wise to do it one more time, if it's still in them, you know, kind of in their blood, Leon, that's it. But it's tough to go from, say, March this time and then have your body ready to go in August you know, for the rigors of another run at that age. That mean he's not going to do it because he says he is. Well, I mean, listen, he's he's excited about it now. Usually, if you're going to retire, it's right now. It's mm-hmm. the downtime. Yeah, you're right. with the family. You're with the kids. You've done the <laughs> vacation. You you haven't lifted a weight in a while. You're, you're eating cold pizza at night. It's right. It, this is the time when you the retire. The good life. The yeah. good life. The right. beer, a couple of beers alongside uh, along the, the bedside. But then when when it rolls around, Come June to July, mm-hmm. you get the little itch again. Yeah. You know, you get that itch. You're like, okay, <laughs> I still got a little bit in me. Still well, we'll find out. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll find out if uh, you know what they're able going to be, what they're going to be able but, to retain up in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is Kelsey's got the itch now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and usually it's, it's a couple of months and ahead. But he he right now is solidifying the fact that listen, I'm coming back. We got unfinished business. Well, we are happy to be here up in Nassau County. You can definitely. Uh, Drop on by and say hello. I jumped three counties today. And, and the quick story from the SJC to Nassau, uh, 
so uh, Hyla comes in, pick her up Friday night, safe trip in from Nash Vegas, her and the son-in-law. And so then they come in, and they're carless. So we're trying to move cars around. So you got four different groups of people, three cars. So we send the Toyota 4Runner down to Palm Coast so the son-in-law can go see his family. And then the other son-in-law, uh, Jordan, offers up his ride. I take that yesterday to PGA Tour Entertainment. TLD takes the loaner because I've got my car in for service at Beaver Toyota. She takes the uh, the brand-new Sienna, okay? Right. She takes the loaner. She's loving right. it. I'm like, well, I'm going to grab it back today because I've got to take it back to Beaver Toyota. She goes off to work, you know, big kiss and all that kind of stuff. I go to get in the car, and there's no keyless entry in the car. <laughs> I hit the button. Nothing. Mm. Nothing. I call her up freaking out. I'm like, what happened? And we had two sets of keyless enter- entries. They looked the same. Bottom line, she took the wrong one. So then she goes to come back over. She can't get across the bridge alliance. <laughs> and I am just flipping and tripping at that point. But I was very close. And I'd like to say again, thank you, Nassau County Sheriff's Office, for making sure that we got here the way we needed to. All right, Astray Insurance Company, you may need them, just like uh, what I'm talking about. Make sure you drop on by Australia Insurance Company right here in Northeast Florida, and they can definitely take care of you, and they offer all sorts of incentives to make sure that you get the best that you can get in insurance. Drop on by. It's XL Primetime. That just happened. Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Kyle Trask era in Tampa might not last very long because they are pursuing, this is according to Tom Pelissero, Baker Mayfield. No. Oh, yeah, that came out yesterday, boys and girls, but now it's picking up steam. Yeah, I did hear it, but, uh, you know, this doesn't mean the end of Kyle Trask. Uh, you know, J.J.'s headline, he's probably right. Yeah, it does. Uh, but, uh, you know, come on. Uh, let's give Trask, uh, what was it, uh, Tampa Bay? It could be Traska Bay if you just give the kid a chance, all right? Uh, he has no chance. He has, but. If Baker Mayfield is the guy that comes in to kind of like buoy Tampa through this, it won't last long either. (laughs) That we certainly can say. All right, now we are going to hang out until 3 o'clock here at Australia Insurance Agency, and they have hosted us right here on beautiful State Road 200 as you are cruising in. If you're coming in off I-95, you're heading east towards Fernandina Beach, and we're right here at the edge of Fernandina across from Lowe's on the right-hand side. You can easily find us, uh, or if you're heading out towards 95, we're on the left-hand side. We'd love to see you. Uh, Australia, quick and easy solution to pay less for car insurance, and you're going to save a ton of cash. That's important, and you can compare quotes from more than 150 quality providers right as you get your coverage taken care of here. And here's what we found out. Our man, who is at the top of the Australia Food, food tree, can we say that? Top of the chain, Nicholas Estrella. He's one of the guys that is behind this, and he helped commission the USS Submarine. Yep. So veteran-owned, yep. uh, veteran-operated. That's kind of that's cool. I like seeing that. Did you see the uh, USS uh, Tennessee? Of course I did. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Really cool. Now, now, this is of note, since I know some of our Nooners want us to uh, hold off on that's Outside of Jaguars news, well, we won't do it that because it's not official yet. But according to Josina Anderson, formerly of ESPN, now with the uh, with CBS Sports, she's reporting that the following teams have showed preliminary interest in Jaguars corner Trey Herndon. 
the Falcons, the 49ers, and Giants. That's another name that maybe we forgot, another depth guy that mm -hmm. obviously the Jaguars drafted two corners late in last year's in last April's NFL draft, and so you would hope that one of those two guys kind of steps in to that depth role, but it once again speaks to guys just what a glaring need in the secondary the Jaguars have right now. Yeah, I love our Nooners keeping track of a lot of the news that's coming out, so keep it coming our way via social media or on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Thank you, Chillin'. And look, Trey Herndon's been a good player here, okay? Undrafted free agent, uh, a guy that has been serviceable, available, for the most part healthy, but we know that he's not He's just not of starter quality. Right. I don't okay? know if I'd say he's been a good player. I, I just he, mean – I, I think mean, he's been a guy that's been there when they needed him. Yeah. And, he's and played well. There are different – I think different definitions, Sometimes. different versions of, of, of yeah. good. Yeah. And, yeah, just – you know, Jaguar good is what this would fall under. Yes. Honestly. Yes. This yes. would fall under that. There you go. Yes. But – but, you know, at the very least, Trey Hernan's getting some traffic right now, which is all you can ask for. It's kind of like what we said about Dewey. Dewey Wingard's going to entertain offers, and we're going to find out, you know, where he's going to end up or whether he's going to come back to Duval and keep it spelled D-E-W. And moreover, it speaks to that point that Trent Bulky continues to reiterate, which is guys like a Trey Herndon, guys like a Dewey Wingard, while, yes, they were undrafted free agents here in Jacksonville, the hope is that you're drafting those guys in the fifth, sixth, seventh round, or you're signing them as undrafted free agents, and you're develop right. developing them, and they take the role mm -hmm. of those other guys. And that is then how you continue to fortify it and build the quote-unquote core of this team. Because if you guys remember, when they re-signed C.J. Beathard and they re-signed Michael Hasty a couple weeks ago, you know, Trent and the rest of the Jaguars stress that it's about keeping the core intact. And the core isn't just... Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. Like, it's not just your high-profile players. It's some of those glue guys as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it comes at different levels of spending. You can't spend a bunch of money on all those guys. There's a lot of top-heavy salary uh, structures out there in the National Football League. You know that, Leon. You're going to have to have, you know, some worker bees on your football team. It's not like they're going to make beans, but they're still going to be working for a little bit less than some of the, you know, the high-priced guys. Yeah, I mean, guys like uh, Dewey and uh, – Trey Herndon, I mean, the undrafted free agents, they overachieved mm -hmm. for the Jaguars, essentially on our bad teams. When they came to Jacksonville, they was, we, were, we were a bad team. Yeah. All right, and they made the roster. Guys like that on good teams usually go to the, uh, what's it called, the, where they put them out. What's it called? Come on now. You know what I'm talking about. Right underneath the um, – we, we're all looking at Oh, you you're all right looking now. at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's relative. Where they develop the guys, they don't – Practice squad. Practice, practice squad. squad. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. I was looking bad, right man. at you. I looked like I, like I was foreign or And that's where Trey Herndon came from. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He was undrafted <laughs> and came, you know, up and off of that practice squad yes. and then finally earned a spot yes. on the roster. Yes. And, heck, Tyler Shatley and any of the other guys that were undrafted that came up. Uh, James Robinson, he didn't spend any time on the practice squad because he immediately mm -hmm. won a job uh, once they cut Leonard Fournette. Uh, we have not brought up Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, uh, let's, let's do, do it. Okay. Yeah. Now, listen, here's what I love um, as far as just a couple of things that Jalen Ramsey gets dealt to the Miami Dolphins and is now on his third team and basically what are we into now the sixth year I'm pretty sure it might be the seventh but he has moved on the LA Rams he was he, praying for it too Joe. yeah he was he, he that's prayed why he, he, for he, Miami specifically yeah, because yeah. of that no state income tax yeah he, he prayed for the Rams too if yeah I, if of I'm course not mistaken, he, he prayed for the Rams of too. course he did okay. uh, and he did all those things just to make sure that he could put himself uh, in a position where he could make the most money uh, and win he still gets that uh, what the remaining two years of his deal guaranteed is going to average around 20 million dollars 
uh, per year. And if you think about the one, what the Miami Dolphins have done, two big transactions in two off seasons, going and getting Tyree Kill a season ago, adding him to Jalen Waddle, and then giving Tua weapons, and then going and getting Jalen Ramsey and adding him to that defense with Howard on the other I side. I was going to say, all pro. You got the all pro corner. Now you you got Jalen Ramsey. And now Vic Fangio, he could be as aggressive as he wants mm-hmm. to when it comes yeah. to that defense now. Yeah. When you got two bona fide corners locking you down. That, that's pretty good. The, this is early, mm-hmm. but they might be one of the teams that has made a couple of huge chess moves that puts them. Uh, in a position, but I love what John Shipley said uh, when he tweeted out yesterday. The Jaguars got a higher draft pick, number 70 overall, for C.J. Henderson than the Rams got for Jalen Ramsey, number 77. That does deserve sirens. Hey, I totally agree. Don't forget, they also got uh, another great blocking tight end in Hunter Long yeah, as well. They, they traded away a backup tight end, which was you know certainly not the worst of things that, that the Miami Dolphins had to part with. I want to say so two things. Number one, this suggests, once again, the prevailing thought of is Aaron Rodgers going to the AFC and going to the AFC East with the New York Football Jets because then you would be looking at a division, Leon, mm-hmm. where you've got to compete with Josh Allen every year if you're the Dolphins. You've got to compete with Aaron Rodgers and then Mac Jones and whatever Bill Belichick is going to throw at you, which for whatever the reason, they've been a thorn in the side of each other, Miami and New England, for decades, regardless of who the quarterback was. So that's first and foremost. The second part of this is, did Caleb Williams drive down to Inglewood? And say, hey, kind of want to stay in L.A. Maybe uh, maybe we start thinking about 2024 to the Rams' top brass. Because, because, I mean, if you're the Rams right now, like, what what are you playing for? You got your ring. You still have it. Aaron Donald is at this, as of this juncture, he's coming back. Matthew Stafford's coming back. But you're parting ways with Jalen Ramsey, who still is, what, 27 years old? Mm-hmm. He is still in the quote-unquote prime of his career. You've said goodbye to some other names as well. You've cut cap space with guys that you gave monster contracts to a season ago. Where are the Rams at in all this? I don't know. You know, being a former player, I, I find it very hard for a team to tank until I was here and witnessed 1-15. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I witnessed 1-15, what, they this, won the what first. this team did to get Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> After the first victory, I was on cloud nine, and then I saw us lose 15 straight. So I I wouldn't be surprised at all. I mean, they're cleaning house. They're unloading the – they know who's going to be the first pick overall next year. I I, I don't know organizationally as far as the team goes as players. You say, hey, we're tanking for the guy we're going to have next year. No, you're getting yourself ready for the season. But I saw it for my very – on my own eyes. This team, get rid of Fournette, get rid of Mm -hmm. this guy, that guy, move bait, uh – uh, get rid of weapons and all that kind of stuff and win one game and lose 15 in a row. Yeah, so, it, it, it's a, it was a masterful performance, that's for sure. In the, in master the end plan. game, we won in the end game. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, seeing Trevor Lawrence all around uh, TPC Sawgrass the past uh, few days was uh, glorious. Uh, listen, I love seeing the boat out there. Who didn't, okay? You could have tossed back a cold one uh, with Blake Bortles. But seeing Trevor out there, uh, that was, uh, you know, had a, a royalty type of feeling uh, to it. Uh, even him and Kurt Busch in the Tiffany Chalet. How about that? I'm talking about royalty. Mm. Uh, Daytona 500 champ and a number one overall pick. Uh, it was pretty cool. But back to the Ram- or back to the Dolphins part of this, getting Jalen Ramsey. Think of this defense, Leon. They have got Jalen, Xavier Howard, Javon Holland, Jalen Phillips, right. Bradley Chubb, Christian Wilkins. 
That's three guys. That's solid. That, yeah, that's, that's solid. That's, that's absolutely solid. That's edge rushers, interior man in the middle, wreaking havoc, and Wilkins, who's turned out to be pretty dang good player, and, and, like you said, the all-pros. And, and, and if you're the Dolphins and you're hearing all this news about Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets today, mm-hmm. and they say, okay, you want Aaron Rodgers, then – we're bringing Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. That could be a direct a counteraction mm-hmm. to them trying to bring Aaron Rodgers down, which we thought the same thing happened last year. You remember last year, you know, where Devontae Adams went to the Raiders right. and Russell Wilson and all this other kind of stuff. We thought there was an arms race in the West as far as, you know, getting up with KC, which ended up being a dud because none of that stuff worked. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, but if you're in the Miami Dolphins, that might be a crit. A, a, a direct uh, attack at the Jets for wanting to bring Aaron Rodgers. By the way, Matt, Jalen didn't, didn't just pray <clears throat> for the Dolphins. Um, he, he also tweeted out, before I continue on, I want to say I love it and thank you, L.A. Rams and L.A. Rams fans. I truthfully have so much more to say, but maybe another time. Need y'all to know those two things, though. Oh, yes, yes. Makes him feel better. Just tell you how much. There's he... always drama, and it's never Jalen's fault. Nope, nope, nope. Even uh, coming out of the uh, you know little playoff run, Jackson. Y- y'all can say what y'all want. Y'all gave birth to that baby. <laughs> All right, forever, forever. Uh, y'all can li- y'all can not like him, whatever you want. But when you're the when y'all drafted him first, the first yeah. pick in the eight, what was the eighth pick overall? You no, know, he was top Six. five. Six pick. Yeah. Six yeah, pick. Fifth, fifth. When y'all yeah. drafted him in the yeah. first round, that's your baby. Yeah, he was top right? five. They okay. loved him. They loved him. Uh, and uh, and look, he is – if you add up his all-pro years, his Pro Bowl years, yeah. he's churning towards uh, – and by the way, look at the highlight reel. Everyone said that, you know, he had those hands of stone. He didn't pick off too many balls. He's picked off quite a few uh, when he went to number five. Uh, but now he's down in Miami, and we'll see. We can forget about all that chatter about whether or not you bring Jalen Ramsey back, at least for the here and now. All right, come on by and register. We've got our box right here on uh, – the 1010XL table, you can definitely come on by State Road 200, right across from Lowe's, Australia Insurance Agency. They also have partnered with ATAX, and both of them are right here, ready to take care of you, and they can offer you insurance at a low cost. You can sign up for a free tax return. They're going to throw that in as well. So drop on by. It's XL Primetime, hanging out in beautiful Fernandino, or the Dirty Dean, and don't forget, like to too, we also have Welcome to Rockville tickets, yeah. if oh, I'm yeah. correct, that you also can stop by and enter to win as well. Yep, you've got uh, rocking, uh, Welcome to Rockville concert tickets in May that you can drop on by. It's all happening here, 474-268 East State Road 200 in the Dean. is XL Primetime, brought to you by Florida Home AC. Now that's cool on 1010XL. Got several of our nooners stopping by to say hi to us at Estrella Insurance Agency up here in Eulandina, Fernandina Beach. Uh, what, what else have we gotten so far on the text well, line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures? Yeah, Joe. it's uh, O'Neill slash Yuli. Uh, Fernanuli. That's yeah. that's the official yeah. name for it, Fernanuli. That's yeah. another one we've received. And then Yulahan, if you're on the other side of 95. Because way back when TLD and I, the lovely Diane, were coming up here, we are looking for someplace. No, actually, we were looking for Yuli High School because Hyla was playing basketball, and I, I don't even know what I was doing. She was driving. I wasn't paying attention. And she takes a left uh, coming off of 95 when you get on A1A or State Road 200. <clears throat> anyway, going west. And I'm like – Ah, this doesn't feel right. Yuli's on this side of 95. Right. Callahan and right. West Nassau is on the yeah. other side. So, anyway, we turn around, and 
That was one of the basketball games that, that Hyla, she had a little bit of a dust-up on the court. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then Bobby Ramsey, head coach, Derrick Henry yep. walks in, and we had had him on our show a couple, three times, and so we got to say hello to him for a few minutes mm. uh, as he came back because uh, he is a superstar uh, in Yuli, as, uh, as, you might, as you might imagine. By the way, Yuli's grown a little bit. Yes, it has. You, this Yuli is has uh, grown State Road 200 a is insane. Bit. How much growth there's been? Well, this here. is not like Slocala grew it, growing up as much as it has, but it is approaching that. If anyone has been hasn't been up in Nassau County in a while, and you take a right off of 95, like you are coming into Fernandina, Get and ready. you take a look at Wildlight, if you don't know what Wildlight is, it is a major development that I think makes Nocatee look small. Okay, they say that Wildlight is going to go from State Road 200 right here to the Georgia-Florida line. Wow. That's how far it's going to go. It is a massive track of land. And if you're heading north on 95, you can see it as it just keeps building up uh, right, kind of right alongside uh, the interstate. Uh, it, it's, it's something else. So, yeah, there's a lot of growth up here in the uh, – Heck, if you go from the airport with River City Marketplace to here, it's nonstop. Right, right. it's crazy. As far as what's going on. All All right, Uh, throw the news at him as far as McGlinchey is concerned. So Mike McGlinchey now is is prepared to sign with the Broncos. Oh. Not the Bears. What a twist. Well, let's let's hit another that because one of the biggest names on the free agent market is apparently now off the market, JJ. That just happened. Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now former Eagles defensive tackle Javon Hargrave has reached a four-year $84 million deal, 40 of it guaranteed, with the San Francisco 49ers. Hmm. They can't keep getting away with this! Yeah, they uh, they do. And that's the thing, is that they keep putting together. And you got to give them credit. They're aggressive. they got people that are I don't know whether numbers-wise they take less. Maybe it's for less years. I have no idea. But they got more people buying into what they're selling out there because they got a proven plan. Uh, they, they went three quarterbacks deep uh, before a loss, basically four quarterbacks deep before that, before that By loss. By the way, right? real quick, J.J., another that, Jess, because this is kind of important. Yeah. That just happened. Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Dolphins are, according to Pro Football Talk, expected to make Tua Tunga Viola the fifth-year option official on Monday. Mm-hmm. He was informed. Yeah. He right. was informed several weeks ago of the plan to exercise it. So that's a. Uh, this is a one-year shot for him right now. Yeah, well, what it is. and when the news first was reported on Friday, we all kind of agreed that it's it's a. I'm talking to a Dolphins fan over the weekend, Swan Dog Millionaire, and basically saying, "Hey." Uh, he comes at a very affordable price right now. And can you imagine if the Dolphins, after what he went through, Leon, had said we're not picking up your fifth-year option because we think your, your career is in jeopardy, in jeopardy because of those concussions and those hits that you took? Uh, I think they had no choice. And I, and I think they're getting a good quarterback if they can protect him, a really good what? quarterback. <clears throat> Well, that's the key. You got to be able to protect him. He's got to be able to protect himself. True. You know, sometimes we can be our own worst enemy. True. We want to get back on the field. Uh, those head blows, though, man. I mean, four concussions in one season. What three was diagnosed? Yeah. Four, sort of say four. But I mean, listen. But when he was playing, I mean, Tua had had a good season. 
I mean, he he had a relatively good season. I mean, that game that he, when he threw when he went up against the Ravens, when he threw all those touchdowns oh, yeah. in the second Six, half. In the second half, yeah. I mean, I, if you give him the adequate protections, he's got the weapons, he's got the defense, he's just got to stay healthy. If and he give, can stay, and and that and that's that's some loyalty by the Dolphins because all the the frameworks of the off season was that we got to find somebody to replace Tua. You know, he he's damaged goods. He's this, mm-hmm. is that. <clears throat> the Lamar Jackson talk and all that kind of stuff. So, but the, but listen, if he can prove he can go one more year and stay healthy, then he's going to get that long term deal he's been looking and for. And give Mike McDaniel credit too, yeah, for the offense that he's been able to mm-hmm. create. Obviously, he when they got Tyree Kill, they got a major weapon paired up with Jalen Waddle. But he does deserve some credit for what he's been able to do. I want to throw a bit of a saucy nug out at you guys that mm-hmm. we kind of missed as we're setting the table for this free agency period, which opened up about an hour and a half ago. This is courtesy of Field Yates of ESPN. The highest spending team in the past seven years, each of those next seasons have all spiked in wins. So the Jaguars obviously – Plus six. Mm-hmm. They had six more wins after being the highest spending team in free agency. The Patriots added three more wins, 2021. The Dolphins, five the season before. The Jets, three. The Bears, seven. The Jaguars, seven in 2017. And then the Giants, five in 2016. Mm-hmm. So there is there is some method to the madness as much as, you know, Trent Bulky and rightfully so continues to reiterate that you need to focus now to the draft and developing that core of players as opposed to getting these band-aid, band-aid fixes. But if you have the money and you have the room, it's not a bad starting Speaking point. of money and band-aid fixes, so according to Ian Rappaport, again, the Broncos are giving McGlinchey a five-year deal worth, are you ready for this, Leon? 87.5 mil with 50 mil guaranteed. McGlinchey's he's ten years, eleven years in the league, right? No, isn't no. No, 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 no. He's close, seven, eight, he's maybe. Ha- uh, he's been around. I'm saying seven, eight years, but he's twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying he seven, came eight out years. early. I know that he came out no twenty eighteen. He was drafted yeah. uh, ninth overall in two thousand eighteen. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. And so he definitely is. You know, this is his first big contract on top of coming 50 out. 50 mil guaranteed. And yeah. then he obviously played on the fifth-year option this yeah. past year, and that was for $10.9 million. Yeah, so this is his big second contract. Big Sir's shaking his head. And by the way, <laughs> Jawan Taylor and Drew Ra- Rosenhaus have to be loving it. Yeah, oh, just, yes. That was kind of my point. What do, you, what do you think Jawan's going to get? Which, oh. by the way, Javon Hargrave is also re- uh, represented by Drew Rosenhaus. So he maybe he checks off that big fish. Well, and you now, got now. Jawan becomes the next one, and this is you know, this year as opposed to the last handful of years. I, I knew it was pie in the sky when you had this wish list of what you wanted the Jaguars to do because they just didn't have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. But Hargrove and Deron Payne, those were two guys that yeah. I would love to have seen. Oh, absolutely! And Deron Payne gets his deal done just like uh, Hargrave. He's staying up in Philly, right? Yeah. No, Hargrave yeah. is going to San Francisco. Oh, he's going to San Francisco. Okay, and so. Duran gets something in the neighborhood of, I think, $40 million guaranteed, something like that. Just another big, big transaction. Here's another one that I know some of our Nooners, including uh, Fernandina Philly up here in the Dina, will mm-hmm. be interested in. The Lions are signing defensive back Cam Sutton to a three-year deal worth $33 million with 21 and a half of that guaranteed. Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on it. This is when everyone tries to get better. It's what Jacksonville has had to do for a number of years to try and get better. Uh, and some of, some of the time it's worked. Some of the time it's been miserable uh, failures. Uh, we'll find out whether or not they're even going to be able to dip their toe in the free agent water. But there was a time when the Pittsburghs of the world, mm-hmm. New Englands, they didn't do any of this because they didn't need to, no. right? we got to compete. Yeah. Yeah, we got to compete. And I'm going to tell you something else about free agency. Mm-hmm. 
It's like Christmas when you're a free agent. That's why you want to hit the market. That's why you want to hit the market. That's why you don't want to get tagged. Because, because, uh, listen, Everett Ingram, he's going to get paid. He's going to eventually get paid. He's got the franchise tag. But he's got to be sitting back and looking at all this money that's being thrown out. He's got to want to wish that it was him. Oh, yeah. Because that's that multi-year deal that's guaranteed that you cannot go wrong. By the way, is there a space heater underneath this table? Right here, man. Yeah. Where's it at? Right, right there? there. Is that a Richie? Is a that a Richie pull? Yep, it is. That dang, that Richie is unbelievable. He thinks of everything. Because y'all I keep really, thinking, are y'all really sitting here telling me y'all cold and it's sixty-five degrees? It ain't no, 65. you know what I thought it you were is sixty-five, do? bro. I thought you were going to give us the hands when you found out there was a space heater between Matt and I. It wasn't anywhere near you. Because yeah, yeah. you're the only short sleeve cat out here. I know, man. Well, okay. they asked us. They don't make them like they used to. When we when we rolled up, Leon, they were like, "Do you guys want to go inside? Are you cold?" Matt and I stuck it out. Yeah. We, no. did, we did think about it, but we stuck it I out. I could have gone in there. Yeah, you could have, man. We're going to we're gonna have to work on our testosterone levels. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> it's cool, bro. Oh. All right, well, man, tell you. It's not here, cold. right? It's going to be the 40s tonight. Hey, oh. I'm a lifelong Floridian. Okay. It's cold for me. Well, okay, they, they right. definitely are taking care of us here. They've got food, drink, uh, Australia Insurance Agency. They could take care of you as well. So uh, we say thanks to them for having us out. Uh, they definitely want you to know about them. Quick and easy solution to pay less for car insurance. You're riding around right now. Think of your premiums. Think of your deductibles. Think of all that stuff. Uh, you can save a ton of cash. You can compare quotes right away with more than 150 insurance providers, and they will save you money. Australia Insurance Agency, uh, they're the first ones right here in Northeast Florida, in Fernandina. Uh, you got them in other states, 150 across a half dozen states. But Australia wants to be able to take care of you. And uh, they, Nick came out and showed us a picture of the USS Tennessee, the submarine that is now, uh, he was one of the first people on it when it was commissioned and shows the picture when, they, when it came into Kings Bay. And that is pretty dang impressive. So we've got such a big military community. So you can say military and veteran owned. Uh, you can definitely check out Australia Insurance Agency. We're right here on State Road 200 across from Lowe's. Big Search, you heading out? I am. Now, uh, your car, thanks to Stacy. Yeah. Uh, she leaped into action. Stacy's yeah. one of our uh, 1010XLers. Yeah, yeah. My ba- battery was a little low. Yeah. Charged it up a little bit. Yeah. So even though Richie normally gets the MacGyver label, Stacy gets the MacGyver label today. Yes. She does. She came yeah. through. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because she helped you. All Appreciate right. Enjoy it. the rest of the afternoon. You got it. All right. He heads out. We're going to say hello to Mark Carnival uh, and get his take on what happened at the players uh, because it was a display from Scotty Scheffler. And I'll take Carney back to that first day when he was following Rom, Rory, and. Scotty Scheffler, and did we think that the guy had it in him to win it? Absolutely. He's the number two player in the world uh, when he teed it up on Thursday, now the number one player. Uh, but we'll talk about all the storylines coming out of the players coming up right here on XL Primetime. Now, another interview on the Farrah and Farrah phone line, brought to you by the accident attorneys at Farrah and Farrah. Our boots on the ground, that's for sure, at the players. And anytime there's a big golf going on, it's our man Mark Carnival who joins us now. Carney, welcome in. How are you, bud? Tired. <laughs> a lot of, lot of miles, a lot of steps, Carney. And you were up bright and early, it seemed, every day when we were watching uh, the featured groups on ESPN. Uh, hopefully a couple days rest, maybe? Are you right back on the road uh, headed to Tampa later this week? Uh, Wednesday, I'm headed to Tampa, but uh, today's somewhat of a day of rest. It's just uh, doing a bunch of accounting stuff and nice set of rain, so it's kind of a calm day and uh, just sort of chilling down and coming down. 
Yep, yep, it's true. We should have brought you up here to Australia Insurance Agency in the Dina uh, so you could hang out with us for the whole show. Uh, but let's get into what you saw yesterday, and you can go in reverse if you want, Carney, because I mentioned it a minute ago. You had the call with Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, and Rory uh, the first, what, 13, 14 holes of Thursday. You saw him swing to swing. Uh, how impressed were you with his win? It, it was because uh, early on during that opening round, I mean, it was just kind of, you know, back and forth. It wasn't anything spectacular, and he, he really came on toward the end of his round there, and he basically just carried it through the whole week. I mean, we can talk about, you know, who the best player in the world, and obviously he's now ranked uh, number one in the world rankings, and, you know, we had Rory and we had Rom with him, and unfortunately for John Rom, got sick uh, Thursday night and, you know, tried to go on Friday but just couldn't. Uh, but Scotty Sheffield is just, uh, you know, I mean, they're all they're all obviously unique and, and great guys and obviously very talented, but there's definitely something special uh, about Scotty. And I think the biggest thing, and he carried it through the weekend, and, you know, there was a lot of talk about, well, Saturday, you know, after the rain, the golf course was set up. Uh, in the third round, kind of easy, and the lowest scoring average of any round in the history of the Players' Championship, yeah. you know, below 70. Uh, yeah, people can say what they want, but all these players have to execute. But you just got—you just got to admire this guy's, uh, and I'll call it some grit, because even though he's talented, you need grit to make your way through that tournament at TPC Sawgrass and that golf course. And uh, I, I just attribute it to—he's such a humble guy. He's a talented guy. He appreciates sort of his place in the game. He he loves playing golf, uh, and just uh, it's just great to see and I, and a well deserved win for him. And uh, obviously, he's proven over the last thirteen months with six wins. Uh, I mean, this guy is pretty darn good. Mark Carnival, PGA Tour Live, joining us on the Farrah and Farrah phone line. Carney, even beyond the fact that Scotty was a most deserving champion, what does this mean for some of those other heavy hitters in the world golf rankings, for the Rory McIlroys of the world, for the John Rahms of the world, that now you have the same individual who not only was your tour player of the year, runner-up at the tour championship, he won the Masters, now he's also your player's champion. What does that do for the rest of the top players in the world? I think it just creates more competition. Uh, I mean, it's going to be... I think back and forth between all of them, obviously the great start John Rahm has had uh, to this season, you know, going back to the Century Tournament champions, winning three times. Uh, Rory, I think, I think Rory's an exception. I mean, we, we've, it's been documented uh, sort of the place he's taken and, and as the somewhat of the spokesperson, certainly from the player's side, about what's going on in the game of golf. And, and you got to believe he's going to take a step back and not necessarily from having the importance or having the desire to be a part of that, but he knows he's got to maybe focus a little more in his golf game. Uh, but I think that just creates more competition. It, it creates more, uh, uh, you know, desire for all these players to try to get to where Scotty is right now. And I think it's great for the game. I think it was a great showcase, uh, not only this week, but certainly last week. And I think it's going to continue that way of, of how good the PGA Tour is and how good the players are. And if, and if you're playing professional golf, this is where you need to be. And, you know, aside from the, a guaranteed money of the live tour and everything. Uh, there's something about competing on the PGA Tour that just separates itself. It's why the players from all over the world want to play here, certainly have wanted to play here over the years. And Scotty's a great example of it. And uh, I, I just think that that competition between the top players and Ethro and Max Homa and Colin Morikow and all these guys are going to strive even harder uh, to improve their game uh, so they can compete with uh, you know Scotty and all these guys. 
So, Carney, I want to go a little bit deeper into that with Rory because, you know, he made it very clear in, in you know, post-final round that he needed to focus more on his game and not so much what's going on with the tour v. the live. Um, are you buying that, or do you think it's just, you know, it, it's, it's an easy excuse out? No, I don't think it's an easy excuse out, Matt. I think it's, it's probably part of it all. Uh, you know, he, he has taken a big stand on this, and, uh, you know, he believes in the PGA Tour, and certainly, you know, there's going to be rewards for him, uh, you know, with these events. But I think it can be a distraction because every time he goes in uh, for an interview, that you know, people aren't necessarily talking about his golf. And I think it's easy to get distracted. I don't think Rory would ever use an excuse for anything. Uh, I think he's probably one of the most uh, upfront people you ever talk to, most genuine people. Uh, again, I don't think there's uh, – uh, I do believe that's part of the issue. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's pressure on him. I mean, again, he's sort of the spokesman. Uh, he stepped up into the spokesman of it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's his choice. No one made him do it. Right on but I think own, he believes right? it. Yeah, right. I think he believes in it. So, uh, I, I mean, I can understand people thinking it might be. I, I just don't personally think it is. We're talking with Mark Carnival. He is our dude, PGA Tour Live coverage, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, uh, and all things golf whenever we get him on. By the way, I'm not the only guy that went from the SJC up to Nassau County. I just see St. Og Dog rolling through here, one of our First Coast Metal boys. Uh, and so he has made uh, the, uh, the Tri-County track. trip uh, up uh, 95 <laughs> to say hello. All right, so, Carney, this is the one thing, speaking of A1A and wind and all that, we didn't, we had it, we didn't have it, we had it, we didn't have it. You saw how it all went. Uh, we definitely had some carnage around 17, but we didn't have the the constant wind that was going to make this golf course a little tougher. Like you said, uh, some of the lowest scoring averages that we've ever seen. So, I'm I'm wrestling between I love it or it needs to be tougher because I'm telling you, dude, the shot making on Saturday, for my money, was spectacular. I think the fans loved it. So where do you come in on that? Uh, I think it's just fine the way it is. It was interesting, okay. uh, as I mentioned to you guys, uh, Denny McCarthy's parents are, are friends of mine. They stayed with me, and I actually spoke to Denny uh, after the round uh, as he bought his parents back to my house. We almost had him in the house. money, man. We almost had him in the yeah. money. <laughs> but I will say this. Um, again, Saturday was a combination of a number of different things, and I like the fact that uh, that day, that that round uh, was great scoring. I mean, they set a scoring record, uh, as I mentioned, the lowest scoring uh, for one round during the Players' Championship in history. But also, think of this. In the last 10 groupings, the last 20 players on the golf course, there was only one player, and that was Scotty Scheffler, who shot below 70. Uh, I think that's all part of it. I mean, you're gonna weather is going to be a factor. Uh, but the one thing Denny told me, he said, those whole locations yesterday on Sunday were troublesome. I mean, there was they were just very difficult. Uh, that's this golf course. Uh, I, I like the way it sort of transpired. I mean, a lot of players had an opportunity come Sunday afternoon. Scotty Scheffler stepped up to the plate. He made those five birdies in a row to really kind of give him that cushion he needed. So those last three holes, 16, 17, 18, where we saw we've seen carnage not just this year, but all throughout this tournament and championship, uh, he was able to go through there somewhat comfortably. That back right pin on 17 in particular, uh, not for the faint of heart, even if it wasn't the traditional Sunday pin placement. Uh, Carney, I'm curious, Minwoo Lee, how much did you know about him entering the week? How much should he be a factor as the pre PGA Tour season progresses? Because I was looking at some of the numbers of the miles per hour off the tee with the driver, 
I mean, for a little guy, he is packing a punch. <laughs> oh, he is. Uh, he is. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's just it, it's interesting. Obviously, he's won a few times on the DP World Tour and other other places of the world. He, he's yet to win. He doesn't. Uh, I, I'm not sure exactly where his finish gets him. He's not in a member. He's not a member of the PJ Tour. I would think that would be enough to get him uh, certainly temporary uh, member status. I don't know for a fact. Uh, but I like him. I mean, I think it's great. I think he's a competitor, and it's tough. I mean, you get in that situation on this golf course, and, and that's the beauty of uh, PPC Sawgrass is it will make you make mistakes. And he made some yesterday and kind of dropped out of the out of the limelight pretty quickly. But I think he's very talented. Uh, I like his attitude. I think I, his just demeanor and everything, and certainly his youthfulness, uh, I think is good. And that's going to bode well for him as he uh, you know tries to pursue membership over here all right uh, let's keep it going with carney but let's do a quick that as we go back to jjville just happened brought to you by florida home ac the official air conditioning partner of the jacksonville jaguars so the raiders are closing in on a deal with jimmy garoppolo according to mike garofolo how about that garoppolo and mm-hmm. garofolo after six seasons and a super bowl appearance with the niners jimmy g is on his way to vegas and of course to reunite with Josh McDaniels, right, kind so, of like kind of like a, a given that was going to happen. Yeah, and well, was, it, it, was, I think it's a given that when that happens, that Aaron Rodgers is going to New York. It's right, kind of what right, I feel like. Right. The, the dominoes uh, are starting to yeah, fall. Yeah, I kind of feel like you were waiting for one of those two to happen to tell you what the other thing was going to happen. Otherwise, the New York Jets are going to look like fools when this is all said and done. Uh, all right, so we got plenty of nooners that are hanging on every that uh, with the uh, free agency talk. But let's let's wrap it up. I'm more with Carney, yeah, real quick. Yeah. So, Carney, before before we go to Joe, I want to ask you one quick question. This is a great time of year because these three weeks will fly by because it's a tournament, and the next time we talk to you, it's going to be the real deal, the real deal. Give us an early, an early quick breakdown on the four or five guys you like in, in, in Augusta. <laughs> wow. Uh, let me see. Scotty Scheffler, John uh, <laughs> Rahm. Uh, I would throw Colin Morikawa in. Uh, yeah. I think he is. Uh, continuing to uh, you know work uh, showed some signs this week. You got to put Max Homa in there. Um, you know I, I think Rory. I mean it, all these guys are, are going to be in the mix. They know how important it is. Uh, I, I think Rory's going to bounce back a little bit uh, in the sense of uh, you know it's been you know he, obviously he's only got to win three FedEx Cup uh, championships. Uh, I think he's going to bounce back. It's just. You know, weather is going to be a factor. Everything is going to be a factor. Uh, I think these guys, you know, a lot of guys are not playing this week over in Valspar. A number of them, I'm not sure. You know, we may see some guys not play uh, the match play. Uh, that would be important. But I think it's, uh, it's just up in the air. I mean, it, it is so hard to handicap. It's so hard to, uh, you know, really pin anyone down. But I would certainly look at those guys. Matsuyama starting to play well uh, again. So, uh, I think there's a lot of players that have a great opportunity at Augusta to win this year. All right, so ra- wrap up the players just, you know, from the, the, the Carney, uh, you know, view. I-, I thought the presentation was awesome. Like I said, I love the, the scoring, the roars of the crowds, uh, the weather, yeah, up, down. But I, I-, I loved it. I, I think I-, I loved everything about it other than the rain Friday afternoon. Yeah, I, would, I would agree with that. Uh, the rain certainly was not, timing-wise, was not great, but, I mean, hats off to the fans. I mean, I was out there early 
on Saturday morning, uh, yeah. just before seven o'clock, and certainly again on Sunday, and they were out at that point yeah. during the day. I mean, it was—it's not like waste management where they're running for these spots, but a lot of people were moving rapidly around 17 as I did a little hit uh, before we did our coverage. Uh, I just think this—this uh, this venue, this place, this—this this part of our world, Joe, uh, really embraces this event. And obviously, Jared Rice and everybody involved with this event uh, have done, done a wonderful job, and they continue, and uh, it's going to continue to be a standout uh, in the world of golf. Yeah, it really is. And people just they don't realize it. This is the fifth biggest tournament on the planet, uh, and, and I love it. Uh, great stuff, bro. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Uh, have safe travels. You got it, guys. Always great Thanks, to stay with you. Thanks, Talk Barney. Mark Carnival, PJ Tour Live on the Fair and Fair Up phone line. And by the way, my wake up call on Saturday was five twenty five. So we you know, had to had to get it all in. And the beautiful thing about the way the golf game works now is there are going to be people that are tuning in. Television, our international T V broadcast was up. Uh, the stream was up, uh, and there were people uh, globally that got to see some golf at a different time of the day. Uh, for Min Woo Lee, his family, they were in Perth, Australia, watching in the middle of the night. He makes birdie at one to get within a shot of Scheffler. Scheffler bogeys three. He's now tied for the lead. And you're thinking, wow, this cat has come out of nowhere. He plays regularly on the European Tour, DP World Tour. He goes to four and just has a nightmare. Which, by the way, I walked away after three. Oh, he, for, he, Sorry, Minwoo. That one's on me. Yeah, well, Walk to 17, and then I look at my phone, and I see triple on four. Yeah, so he goes from 13 under to 10 under. Then he makes a huge putt at, uh, at seven. But then Scheffler chips in off the green at eight in one of the hardest little spots you could be in, and then he rattles off five birdies. So uh, it was something. And Terrell Hatton, a back nine twenty nine, pretty damn good, uh, and had to sit and wait. He was in at 12 under, and then on skates goes Scotty Scheffler the He's rest played of the pretty way. well, historically speaking. The Florida Swing obviously won the Arnold Palmer yeah. a few years ago as well before uh, the, the tour and the rest of the sports world hit pause or pandemic so he was a guy that I know I was looking for earlier in the week and when he was struggling I was like yeah I'm not letting people know that I I had him on my short list uh but now I'm going to claim him anyways Joe yeah. uh, spe- uh speaking of claiming um comp update yeah Las Vegas Raiders Jimmy Garoppolo done deal three years 67 and a half million dollars 34 of that is guaranteed okay 34 is not a bad price at all that's just a couple of mil over what Lamar is guaranteed if he stays in Baltimore or is going somewhere else depending on if there's a new deal put together so we'll keep an eye on all of this Uh, most of you Jaguar fans you're like this is all quiet on the front that's good because you got a good football team but if we have any news as far as Anybody signing, because right now on social media, uh, Trevorville and Jennifer, they're all listening. They're like, we're listening to 1010 so we can hear these updates. We will keep them coming, but we will put a bow on the players with our man Jared Rice at the top of the hour. Australia Insurance Agency right here on State Road 200 in beautiful Fernandina Beach, right at the edge of Fernandina. You're leaving Yuli. You're heading east. We're right here across from Lowe's. Steve Burnett is the franchise owner of this Australia Insurance Agency. He and his staff can take care of you and make sure they save you money. So make sure you drop on by ATAX, giving you a free tax return as well. So you can register for those or register for Welcome to Rockville ticket. That 
just happened. Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Still no news out of the Aaron Rodgers camp, but for you New York transplants, uh, this may be of interest. The Miami Dolphins are giving now former Jets quarterback Mike White a two-year deal worth up to $16 million, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN. While, yes, we joked off air that Mike White is probably more of a cult hero than he is an NFL quarterback, it is worth noting, Matt and Joe, that this all but says if the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers – it's embar- what are you doing? It's it's uh it's an embarrassment, and I'm not rooting against the Jets. I'm not rooting really one way or the other in this. I I, I nicknamed you know Aaron Rodgers a number of different things you know over his you know his his diva off seasons, not off season, but his diva off seasons, uh, and he's become you know a little bit of a Kardashian uh, in the off season. But he definitely is a wanted man. And if the Jets don't get him with all that's going on, oh, they're going to look, oh, they're going to look, well, like gangrene. All right, let's say hello to the man who ran it, not just this past week, but runs it all the time. Now, another interview on the Farrah and Farrah phone line, brought to you by the accident attorneys at Farrah and Farrah. His name is Jared Rice. He is the executive director of the players in uh, another smashing event. We just hung up uh, the phone with Mark Carnival. I just heard from one of our, our you know, big wheels at PGA Tour Entertainment, uh, Greg Hoffe, on just you know, how great the presentation was. Jared, kudos to you. And, J.J., throw a round of applause right at him right now. <laughs> it uh, it was great. That's, uh, that's what it sounded like on 18 when uh, the now world number one made a 20-footer uh, to just put the, you know, put the perfect finishing touch on what's been, what was an awesome, awesome week. So uh, that's, uh, that, that, was, that was a big, big week for everybody, and uh, you know, the, the community showed out so well. Um, again, our players were really impressed by the crowds, and uh, again, to have that kind of uh, finish on Sunday was pretty special. So uh, a lot of a lot of happy and proud people out here at the Players Championship staff, and uh, appreciate all your listeners' support. We had a great week. Yeah, you should be proud. They should be proud. Uh, I'm glad you brought up uh, what was a 21-foot saving par putt. You want to talk about uh, a great reaction, uh, what you wanted. You know, Scheffler at times is not the most emotional or, uh, you know, gregarious guy, but he can golf. And that finish was, you know, and, and afterwards, Jared, I think he probably understood a little bit more the enormity of winning on that golf course. You agree? Yeah, I think so. It was interesting. So we spent about an hour together, and I mean, again, he's not hanging out with me, um, just you know, socially. We're we're in we're in the role, right? So um, we're, we're doing what we have to do from a media and sponsor perspective. And he was talking about, uh, I thought it was a couple of very interesting things. Was that he was talking about the front side, and you know, he was thinking about getting a, a bigger lead going into sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen, which. Um, I just thought it was a different perspective for me um, in that, you know, those three holes are kind of always in your mind. And he wanted to make sure that he had some, some good breathing room uh, going into those holes, but um, very, very steady. And, um, you know, he made some, some great comments in the, the presser afterwards. And, um, you know, you can listen to that on, on, yeah, on your own. A lot of great social out there. But uh, the, the clear takeaways were, as you said, um, together with uh, 
Tiger and Jack, the only two players to hold a players and masters win at the same time. Uh, while he hasn't met the age requirement with this win, he's now eligible for the Hall of Fame. Um, but he'll, and, and assuming he gets there with 10 years of PGA Tour membership, I think we'll be okay there. Um, so point being that he, he rec- recognizes the enormity of the moment and, um, you know, beyond playing golf, what also came out was, at least to me, was how important family was and, and having them here was, uh, was, was clearly special for him, uh, especially post-round. Yeah, let's build off that. Jared Rice, executive director of the Players' Championship, joining us on the Fair and Fair phone line. I think the unsung hero and star of the weekend proved to be Scotty Scheffler's grandmother, uh, who actually, Jared, did you know she lives on the First Coast and she's lived here for 24 years? Mia, you know, I make it a part of my responsibility in this role to not know where everyone lives, but I feel like I should have known that, (laughs) and I didn't, so... (laughs) Um, it, it, when, when it, it came, uh, it came to our attention as, again, as, as Sunday was, uh, tracking the way that it was and, you know, kind of figured out, put some, put some, uh, you know, connected some dots there, but it was, it was awesome to see his 88 year old grandmother out there and walking and, um, you know, being a part of everything. So family is clearly important and, uh, you know, we have some local connectivity to our 2023 champ. So Jared, I'm sure you guys learn every year, uh, the good and the bad. How quickly do you get restarted for next year's event i mean do you guys take a couple weeks off or do you go just get right into it um but, you know this this may sound like uh oh yeah he's just saying that but um we have moved to a scenario i would say you know 10 years ago it was a more um a, you know post event couple weeks of recaps and you know sharing pictures and what do we all see um we are now in a scenario where we have this three, five, seven year plan that we're, we're thinking about around the property. And, um, you know, 2024 has been on our mind really since I would say the end of 20, you know, right around Christmas of 2022, because at that point you've determined what you're going to build, you've set your path in terms of you know, uh, fan and, um, you know, partner activations and enhancements. So at that point, there's really no change in the plan. So new ideas, go to the following year file so that's just a little bit about how we're thinking about the future and uh we got a pretty good checklist going for next year but uh, again i think fans uh and everyone who came out or engaged on social watched on television uh should feel really good about being a part of this as it's uh it was a huge week for us across the board all right so as we wrap it up with you uh, just a couple of things first off uh, the the volunteer chair houston bowls i believe uh, uh was the lead man and all the volunteers, I talked to a number of them, I know a bunch of them, and just everybody seemed like they were happy to have this full house, full crowd, and this is, you know, basically after getting your butt kicked, I said it throughout the week, Jared, two out of three years, you had a pandemic, I'll never forget your face, 6 a.m. Friday morning when you knew in 2020 that this tournament was going to be canceled, and then you had a week of rain, like, I don't know, like, unimaginable and now you finally had to you know basically other than friday afternoon you got the full breadth of everybody being out there and having a great time and uh in 21 we we were the first pga tour event to bring back fans of any kind of magnitude so throw that one in there too and i think that the, the the volunteers had fully staffed every shift that we we asked for by the second week of january is absolutely incredible 
And um, I thought, again, another uh, it's great to spend some time with the champion, but um, made it a point to shake every, you know, the hand of every past chairman, um, you know, acknowledge and appreciate the standard bearer of the year and the volunteers. Um, he was you know, looking them in the, I mean, it wasn't a, it was in a passing glance. So I think it's cool when our, our players really do understand what the volunteers mean. And next year's uh, chair, uh, Lee, Lee Nimnick, uh, together with his mom, and have um, you know given over a hundred years of, of service to the players' championship combined. So that's a, that's a big deal going into our fiftieth fiftieth playing. Yeah, that's something else. Anne definitely has been around uh, and and given so much of her time. All right, so last thing for you, when you saw the scene unfold of Scheffler, like you said, he knew he needed to build up a cushion coming through the gauntlet. He's standing on sixteen. And Cam Davis sails it over the island green. Then Fleetwood comes up short of the island green. And these balls are in the water everywhere. And Scheffler's paying attention. And yet he goes up there and still puts a beauty on, on the back right corner. Yeah, that um, again, some of his comments post-media post, post, uh, post media was that the, the wind was a big factor. I mean, it was pushing 30 on some of the, you know, the gusts. And again, as a fan on Sunday, what makes that 16-17 so cool? I mean, it's cool anyways, but with the structure build that we have now and the wind patterns, the ball flight at the at the peak of your ball flight, the wind is doing something different than when it's below the structures. It's creating this swirling, you know, scenario where again, with with little or no, uh, you know, no breeze, it's it's fine. But when you're talking about 30 mile hour gusts and it's swirling, it was uh, again no joke. And why he was talking about building up a lead so he could. Uh, you know, give himself a little bit of room to breathe there. He was pretty pumped up when he made it on 17th, seen the clip. So oh, yeah. Yeah. you can tell it was in his uh, it was in his head. He was thinking about it. It was something. All right, listen, congrats again. Uh, continued success. We know it's going to be another great one next year, and we appreciate it. All the best. Appreciate you being out there. Thanks. All right, buddy. Thanks, Jared, Jared Rice, our executive director of the players. And, uh, well, we've got an executive decision, a doozy. Uh, JJ, let's go back to you with that. That just Happened. Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So much for the Jaguar tattoo. Jawan Taylor has reportedly reached an agreement on a four-year, $80 million <laughs> deal, including 60 of it guaranteed with oh, wow. Super Bowl champion Kansas City, wow. per Adam Schefter of ESPN. The news Confirmed by his agent, Drew uh, uh, We knew, uh, not knew, we projected 45 to 60 guaranteed, and he hits the top of that. Unbelievable. All right, let's react to it. You can react to it. Hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Jawan Taylor to the Chiefs. We are at Australia Insurance Agency right here in beautiful Fernandina, right as you're coming into Fernandina on the right-hand side, across from Lowe's, little strip mall. You'll see a sub shop. You'll see all sorts of uh, stuff inside. Thank you to Larry's mall. Giant Subs for uh, snagging yeah. us some free lunch, too. And we, and we say Steve Burnett, the franchise owner here at Australia Insurance yeah. Agency, making sure that we add food and drink. They will make sure they can take care of you when it comes to covering your insurance cost at uh, you know the least amount you want to spend. So come by, say hello to us before we are done, a chance to win a free tax return, a chance to win welcome to Rockville tickets. So, J.J., you're going to give somebody on – that's listening right now, a chance to get that free tax return, too. Yeah, one free tax return, personal tax return consisting of uh, Form 1040 with an approximate value of $199, courtesy of A-Tax for Nadina Beach. 
So be caller number four right now at 641-1010. This is XL Primetime, protected by preferred roofing on 1010XL. 22 minutes past the 2 o'clock hour. The big news, in case you just missed it, the first pending Jaguar free agent is indeed leaving Jacksonville as Jawan Taylor has reached an agreement on a four-year, $80 million deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, the other side of the coin, if there's any optimism for Jaguar fans about what could be done to replace Jawan Taylor, who has been their starting right tackle for the past four seasons, this signals that the Chiefs are moving on from Orlando Brown Jr., who they did not franchise tag last week. And obviously, Andrew Wiley, their other right tackle, has also left in free agency, and he signed a monster deal with the Washington Commanders, uh, although not quite the bag that Jawan just got, boys. Well, it it does kind of blow my mind that uh, maybe the importance of the right tackle is picking up a little bit and recognizing, you know, what these guys have been able to do and what they do do. There are prolific pass rushers that are coming off of both sides. Okay, you got to be good on both ends, but this also is a little bit of a lesson. Orlando Brown was supposed to be all of that, wasn't he? Do you remember? Joe, Joe, six months ago, yeah. Juwan was battling Walker Little for a starting it's, job. It's now un- he just signed a $60 million guaranteed it's contract. It's unreal. It really is. Now, again, we have to give Juwan Taylor credit for beating Walker Little, okay? It was his job. He kept his job, and he did a pretty good job to the point where I had to say, hey, Juwan, I owe you one, buddy. Uh, you know, I, I – I said you weren't good enough. Uh, Jawan's going to play. Le- Jawan is going to expect to play left tackle for KC. Oh, that is now the expectation. Interesting. Okay, that is that is crazy. That's absolutely crazy. He doesn't have the fee for left tackle. That's nuts. Are you who's who's reporting? James Palmer is reporting that. James Palmer of the NFL Network is reporting that the Chiefs are out on Orlando Brown. Whoa! And Jawan Taylor is expected to play left tackle. Uh, I, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, hey, Orlando, you played right tackle. You moved over to left tackle. You wanted That was when Ronnie Stanley was hurt up in Baltimore uh, and basically went to Kansas City, got the big deal, and now they're moving on. They didn't tag him. If they think Jawan Taylor can step right in, that is left tackle type of money, is it not? It's uh, $60 million yeah. guaranteed. What's the total number? Uh, 80. 80. So, so, yeah, and, so. and that's what even Taylor Dahl, our good buddy back at 1010XL World yeah. Headquarters, just tweeted. If Jawan Taylor, and granted, yes, this is a right tack, a guy who has only played right tackle in the National Football League and now would be playing left, if he's commanding nearly $20 million a year, which trust me when I say that is way above what the Jaguars were going to offer oh, him yeah. to play right tackle here, um, put it in perspective, what is Orlando Brown going to want on the open market then? Mm-hmm. Like, because Orlando Brown has played the left tackle position. He's going to want – Taylor just tweeted, Orlando Brown's going to want 25. Yeah, but but I guess what I'm trying to figure out is why why don't they keep Orlando Brown? Think about this now. The Kansas City Chiefs have been hugely successful. I will uh, bow to the Chiefs right now, okay? I'm not sitting here and saying it's a, it's a franchise that sucks. But think about what they just did. They just said goodbye to a guy who has started, has the, uh, the tools that you need to be left tackle, and paid another guy a – Buku, uh, bunch who, who of hasn't money played to his, move over to who, left tackle. Who literally hasn't played left tackle since his freshman season in Florida. We yeah. played a couple games there. Not only that, who's had one good year in four in the mm-hmm. NFL and one 
decent yes, year. Yes, yes. Two bad years. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'd probably put, I'd probably uh, go along with that because his first year, he started every snap as a rookie and was pretty good. Solid. Give him and solid. Then, yep. And then the two years in the middle were like, where, where are you at, man? Where are you at? And then this last year, we, as we know, is a contract year, and he played well and he beat out his chief competition. And they also thrived. This was a team that was better along the offensive line. He had the benefit of having Brandon Sheriff next to him. That had to be a huge addition uh, for him just as far as his arsenal and learning and all the stuff. But this is a major risk for Pat Mahomes and company. This is now, if you go back to last year, they lost the Super Bowl because they couldn't protect Pat Mahomes. They don't go to the Super Bowl last year. They retool their offensive line. They get back to the Super Bowl. They win it. And now they say goodbye to one of those guys that was part of that, and they bring in a newbie to go from one side of the line to the other. Wow. You may have to go OT at number 24. Right. That's now the conversation currently because, on the because timeline. Because the thing is, is what's more important right now? I mean, I mean, clearly you're in a window. Clearly you need a corner. You need help in the secondary. You need, you need coverage help. Guys, and you need pass rush. Guys that can – you do need pass rush. You need guys that can match up and play man coverage. There's no doubt about it, all right? But if you're – if the, the foundation of your franchise, the nucleus, the center, whatever you want to call it, is Trevor Lawrence, you better get a good tackle. Mm-hmm. You better have somebody that if, if, if for some reason camp can't, camp can't go – Right. You got somebody at 24 then can play right away, game mm-hmm. one. It's, yeah. Because it, it, here's the thing. If you really are going to, you know, say goodbye to Cam Robinson, like I've heard several people in the building tell me after next season because of his $22.5 million cap hit, then you're going to jerk Walker Little back to left tackle unless this young gun you would be drafting is your swing this year. They develop. And then they move to that left tackle spot, which, once again, I know there's lots of Jags fans out there who are listening and they're getting upset because, well, then why do we pay Cam Robinson when we could have paid a 25-year-old Juwan Taylor? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great question. I think the bigger gamble beyond the money and going for what the going rate is is the fact that Juwan Taylor hasn't played left tackle since what? High school? He played like yeah. a game? Freshman, freshman, freshman in Florida. Florida. Freshman yeah. year in Florida. Yeah. But he so did. Seven years ago. He yeah. did a lot of that. And then, uh, you know, in the very first year and then went over to the right side and stayed there. All right, we're going to keep going with this. Australia Insurance Agency. Want to say thanks to them. Make sure you come on out. If you miss us, you need to find out about their, what they can do for you. They're right across from Lowe's. They're a little ways down from the Goodwill store. These are two big uh, landmarks that you're familiar with if you're in Fernandina. Steve Burnett's the franchise owner. He's got a lot of good people here, and they will make sure they take care of you. You want to pay less for your insurance, you can do it. Australia insurance agency and a tax i believe jj gave away a free tax return coming over in a second uh we can still register you for a tax free tax return so make sure you drop on by and say hello we got to react to this this is big yes this is big absolutely big and of course we'll keep you posted on any other moves around the national football league this is the big news right now of the two o'clock hour in the nfl jawan taylor moving to left tackle and moving to Kansas City. We'll keep you posted on a whole lot more on the first day of tampering in the National Football League for 2023. This is XL Primetime, brought to you by Florida Home AC. Now that's cool on 1010XL. We've been having fun up here in the Dina. It's just nice to get up on you know, this side of the first coach. You know, I live in the SJC. I live down in the AUG, and you guys know I love it. And 
your Ponte Vedra Beach, your Jacksonville Beach, and we got all our favorite haunts. Well, up here in Fernandina, they got their favorite haunts as well. A lot of great places. You all know that. And we've been able to see a bunch of our uh, Nassau Nooners. You guys now have an official category. You're the Nassau Nooners. In fact, Isaac just told his girlfriend, Melody, hey, 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 hey. You are right by where 1010XL is. Why don't you go sign up for those Welcome to Rockville Festival <laughs> tickets? Why don't you go over there and put your name in the hat? So Melody comes over here for Isaac uh, and puts her name in the hat. And then we've had plenty of other ones. You know the one I'm a little disappointed by? Who? I'll be honest with you. So Mia and Graham are running around the other day. Do you remember this, Matt? They were doing the how far did you travel to get to the players, right? Do you right. remember this? Yep. And so you were asking everybody you found from San Diego and all this kind of stuff. Well, anyway, one of my buddies, Fast Eddie, who I love, he says that they come up to him and ask him, how far did you travel to come to the players? And he said, well, I came from the north. And they said, ooh, from the north, how far? And he said, Yuli. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's funny, Fast Eddie, but where the hell are you today? Okay? You're Yuli. We're Yuli. Okay? We're right here on the fringe of Fernandina. Well, we're actually in Fern and Yuli. Yeah, we're on the fringe of Fernandina. We are Yuli today, and I want to know where Fast Eddie is at. Crick and all the other guys that are up here all the time. Uh, it's just good to see him. Our boy Todd, uh, that is a big-time Fernandina Beach, Beach Pirates uh, supporter, uh, came by. We got, we've had plenty. And Australia Insurance Agency, you all in the Nassau world should know about them, where you can come on by and save big on your insurance. Veteran-owned, uh, and they certainly want to welcome you in, uh, and especially when Steve talked about it. This is a, a, a Navy feel or a military feel when it comes to this town and this the area. Medina is wildly underrated, by the way. Very, yeah, it's so good. very. With all due respect to our, our dogs down in the AUG, who we yeah, love, yeah. you got to get up to the Dean. And, and look, we, uh, uh, I call him AI Al, like he's artificial intelligence, but he's not. He's Amelia Island Al, and he and he owns the Salty down mm-hmm. there, uh, right there on the train tracks, and he's one of our great dudes, one of our great supporters, and there's so many other ones, that's for sure. All right. So this is big news. If you're just tuning in, you're on one of the apps, you're in and out of work, you just dialed up 92.5 FM or 1010XL, you're like, where are we at in free agency? Well, last year they had spent, I don't know, what, $250 million at this point of the first day of legal tampering. Well, now they're watchers instead of buyers, and they just watched the Kansas City Chiefs put an offer in front of Juwan Taylor and trust us, folks, it was an offer he couldn't refuse. It's four years, $80 million? Uh, four years, $80 million with 60 of a guarantee. $60 million guarantee for to Juwan Taylor. To play left tackle. Yeah. Of which and he has not played in the National Football Yeah, this is, this is the jaw-dropper jaw of it all. They are signing Juwan Taylor, who has started four years in the National Football League as a right tackle. They have signed him for a $20 million a year average to play left tackle. They're going to move him over to the other side. He hadn't played left tackle in seven years. That was when he was a freshman at the University of Florida. What's more surprising to you, that Anthony Richardson might go in the top five picks in the NFL draft, or that – If not number one overall. Or that Juwan's going to be playing left tackle for the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. Not only for the Super Bowl champion Chiefs, 
protecting their most valuable oh commodity. Gosh, yeah. And, and look, I, I don't know which one. Uh, you've made it tough for me because as soon as you said it, I was willing to say Anthony Richardson is more surprising. And then the more you say it and describe it, I'm like, these are smart people. They've been successful. This is Andy flipping Reed, and, and he's going to go out there and, and go ahead and put a stamp on Juwan. Oh wait a minute, he's 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 going to play left tackle for us instead of right tackle. Well, you're not paying him twenty to pay, play right. No, I, the guy I, who played it, right for you last year, uh, Wiley, who basically has the same resume as Jawan yeah, Taylor. I looked at me and I said, signed a signed a three year, twenty four million dollar deal. Yeah, I said, I said, finally, right tackles are getting recognized. And then I look over to you and you're like, no, he's moving to left tackle. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm not kidding. The happening. guy, the guy they just let go in free agency. Okay, yeah. just left for the Commanders, three years, twenty four million. Yeah, he has an almost identical resume as Jawan Taylor, <laughs> and he just. Gets $8 million a year. That's something. And by the way, uh, if I have this right, it was three brand-new starters on that line uh, this year for Kansas City. And so they now will say goodbye to two of them, welcome at least one in. There was also so, a rumor quick, yeah. circulating prior to the Jawan Taylor news that mm-hmm. Laramie Tunsil could be trying to finagle his way to Kansas City as well. I would think with this news that Jawan Taylor will be playing left, that deal kind of goes out the window, and maybe the Chiefs are drafting at 31, they're drafting a tackle. But it also begs into question whether or not the Jags will now go that same route at pick number 24, if not trading back. Where do you hear this? With Jawan Taylor's average salary of $20 million per year, he's now the fourth highest paid tackle in the league. Not right tackle, left tackle. Tackle. You know, Fourth highest paid in the league. Leon had battery problems on the way up here. If he's listening right now and he's hearing this. He's punching his dash right now. Yeah, and, and his battery just died again. Okay? <laughs> his battery just died again because that is some serious cheddar uh, for the right side. Good for him, man. Now, good for him. Yeah. Right, if good for him. I mean, it, get it. listen, it's a life-changing contract and, for him and, and his family. It, you can't hate it. It's, oh, the Jags don't have that much money in general, let alone for yeah, one player. It, it's a massive deal for him. And like I said, wh- whether you're critical or not, and most of us have been when it comes to Juwan, he was always available. He stayed healthy. He played. And you have to give him credit for that. Uh, he wasn't his best all the time. Um, but the other part of it is that we always said the Jaguars tattoo was there. And there's room for more tattoos if he's, if he's shown us anything. You know, yeah, loyal and all that kind of stuff. But he's going where, you know, you know what you know you know what's tattooed on those dollar bills, Benjamins, <laughs> and there's a lot of them. Oh, all right. So we have to wrap up our show, Australia Insurance Agency. We got uh, one of our nooners walking up right now to get registered. Tax return. Welcome to Rockville. Uh, you got it all. Australia Insurance and ATAX offering up some nice goodies today. For what it's worth, we just went two and a half hours, mm-hmm. and we didn't actually address that Selection Sunday was yesterday. Well, and we, we did, but we, we have just a didn't bracket. stay a lot. We didn't stay up. We didn't stay yeah, up very it's often. It's all right. We listen. We we all know this is a football town. This is you know free agency frenzy. We're here for it. Um, but I do want to give a plug that we are doing our 1010XL bracket madness pool. Yep. So we have posted the link to that both on our website as well as our Facebook and Twitter pages. You can sign up for our bracket pool. Uh, you compete against compete against us. Compete against all the other 1010XL personalities, and that's brought to you by Ackerman Cancer and Urology Center as well as my bookie. The winner of the 1010 Bracket Madness gets a $100 barbecue feast from the Bearded Pig. Right, I, don't, I don't think we can stress excellent. this enough here. Yeah. Nine months ago, he was competing with Walker Little for a starting job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And could have lost it. Yeah, but Probably I, I, won it because he's just been there for a while. Well, But I still keep countering you. He won the job. 
He did. He won the job, and then he kept. And now he the has job. sixty mil guaranteed. Yeah, I know. It's look. This is the way it goes in the National Football League. De- this is classic desperate times call for desperate measures, and this is also there are only so, so many, few. There are only so many big men walking this earth playing that game, and if you've got one that you have come available and you think you've got to reach for him to get him. And you know what this, You know what else this is? This is a major victory. We, major victory for Drew Rosenhaus, doing what he always does, drives the price up and gets the ink on paper. Two quick ones off the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures. Uh, 52-30, wondering about the compensatory pick. Our belief is that it will be a third-round compensatory pick. That will be the Jaguars' first finally, comp finally. pick in 13 yeah. years. So that streak will come to an end. And then hey, our, our th- Thank you, Gene. Thank you, Gene Smith. Thank you, Dave Caldwell. Really appreciate it. Uh, you finally got a I thought a you were yelling at the Nooner who just signed no, up for I the No, I love the Nooners. I love the Nooners. But finally, finally we'll get a compensatory draft pick. And then courtesy of our good buddy Dell on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures. While Andrew Wiley was a better run blocker at right tackle for the Chiefs, he gave up 54 pressures last year. Jawan only gave up 21. That is mm-hmm. at the right tackle position for both of those players. And, again, as far as we've been told, according to James Palmer of the NFL Network, Jawan Taylor will play left tackle in Kansas City. Stunned. We'll say hello to the Frangie Show coming up next. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL talking with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. We've had a big time today with the Nassau Nooners, including Keyshawn from Bishop Kenny. Uh, and as we say hello now to – Now living up here yeah, in the Nassau County. Yeah, but he's a County. Bishop Kenny grad, so it's perfect to say hello to Lauren Brooks, uh, who's back at uh, HQ getting ready to roll. Uh, you got a Bishop Kenny grad up here. A fellow crusader. I love it. Yeah, yeah there you go. There you go. What is happening back uh, at uh, HQ? Well, we are doing the same things that you guys have been doing, and that is following the free agency frenzy. Uh, I'm very disappointed that y'all could not keep Jawan Taylor a Jaguar. Oh, my gosh. The fact that he is moving from right tackle to left tackle <laughs> and they paid that freight to get him there, it, it blows my mind. It really, really does. Yeah, especially considering, like y'all said, he, it's not like he's played a lot of left tackle uh, either A, recently, or B, uh, in the pros. And so that's the, yeah, certainly an interesting move by the Chiefs, but obviously they have faith in him. And, and look, he's a great human being, and I we certainly wish him the best. It's just I really wanted to keep the band t- together like we've talked about all offseason. But you know what? In the end, we'll see if either Walker Little can play right tackle or if someone else is going to take over that job. Yeah, so I know that you will will be getting into that and, of course, looking back at the players and everything else, right? Absolutely, and college basketball as well. Lots to do. We have a Loser Monday result as well. All right, sounds good, Lauren. Thank you. We'll be listening. All right, thanks, Joe. Yeah, so you got the bracket. Everyone's got to start really studying this, looking at it. Uh, you know, I'll have my, my get-together with my dudes, and and we'll we'll do our little contest, throw some money in the pile. Uh, but go to 1010XL.com and make sure that you get in uh, – uh, and just compete, uh, compete against the rest of the 1010XLers, against all of us. You can go to 1010XL.com, download your bracket in any of the social medias. Uh, Ackerman Urology bringing that to you. Uh, we met Isaac, okay? After I said that Isaac sent Melody in uh, to register for him, he comes rolling up, and I looked right at him. And I said, what can Brown do for you? That's right. 
He's driving the parcel. Yep. He's making sure that he's getting everything to everybody on time. So There'll I've, be more chances to meet us, by the way, the rest yeah. of this week. Oh, yeah. we are yeah. literally we'll on the up. road, guys, the yeah. rest of the week. So you Nooners out there in San Jose, Mandarin area, we're going to be out by you tomorrow, one-to-one financial credit union. I believe San, it's, the, it's the Mandarin area of San Jose, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. We just got that address a couple hours ago. On Thursday, we are kicking off the NCAA tournament in Neptune Beach, Sliders. in the town center at Sliders. You yeah. know you're going to want to slide on by, folks. So yeah. that's going to be an exciting one. And then Friday, we keep the March Madness vibes going. Top Dog Tavern off Old St. Augustine. Road. Yeah, and Top Dog is, is you know, one of the nice big place and easy to get to coming off of uh, 95, Old St. Augustine Road. So, yeah, we'll be knee-deep in it. And You've been there you a few times, well. I'm guessing. Yeah, I like the place. <laughs> <laughs> I, they have cold Bud Lights and many more. Uh, on tap, that's for sure. All right, so uh, we say thanks to uh, really everybody here because they hosted us as soon as we walked in. Uh, Australia Insurance Agency partnering with ATAX. They have the insurance that you need if you're looking to save. They have the ability to file those tax returns and get them back for you quick and easy, but just make sure you stop on by right across from Lowe's in the strip mall. Goodwill on one side, real easy to find. Uh, We would love for you to drop on by and support them. We say thanks to Steve Burnett. He is the franchise owner here and served in the Navy. And so Big Jags fan as well. Was up in Canton for the Hall of Fame. Exactly. So big uh, veteran-owned Australia Insurance Agency and big what you'd call First Coast uh, originals. Exactly. All right, we are out. We say thanks to all of you all for listening. Joe C., Mio, O'Brien, Matty Hayes. We'll have Big Surge back with wait, us. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, one more. Trey Wingo is reporting that Rodgers to the Jets is done. History is about to repeat itself between New York and Green Bay. Time is indeed a flat circle. That's Trey Wingo who's reporting it. We'll see what happens. Wow. All right. So they're saying that it's going to go down. Uh, and I just heard from Amelia Island now. So the, mm-hmm. the day is complete. Yeah, Everybody up here. elite quarterback yeah. in the yeah. AFC. Wow. All right, we are out. Uh, back to JJville we go.